stuff. Welcome to Barrel Surf Podcast. It'll be hot in the mic to start things off, but that's okay. We are back in the shed quarters, Ads Kennedy's shed, and it is a very special day on Barrel Surf Podcast because the sun is shining. Surf's been shit house, but um, all good. To my left, we have Ads Kennedy. Hi, Adzy. Hello, mates. Thanks for uh, coming around, boys, and having a beer with me and talking shit about surfing yet yeah, again. That's what we're here for. Um, welcome to my right, Chris Binz. Binzy. G'day, mate. Hello, mate. How are you? Thanks for having me in the shed quarters. Absolutely. Stoked, yeah, Binzy. Stoked to have you on, mate. I should mention that this episode is brought to you by the freaking good folk at Cheeky Monkey Brewery, Cheeky Monkey Brewing Co. I must admit, I am drinking a Cheeky Monkey right now. What about you, Adzi? I'm drinking the uh, East Coast IPA. It's uh, a very floral arrangement with a good bit of kick, like a <laughs> dirty mule. 6.5, yeah. It's delicious beer. You guys are on the Sherby, which is their tasty 4.2% ale, which is a bit of a... More of a session ale, I guess, but uh, still quite big on the flavour as well. I've been lo- loving the Sherby, so yeah. we're buffing Binzi out with a uh, with a few beers as well. He, he's uh, like er- anyone here; he's just keen to work for beer. That's all <laughs> all any of us do, isn't it? We'll work for beer. Absolutely, <laughs> it's golden currency. It's uh, so Binzi, what's what's been going on, mate? It's uh, obviously coming into the prime time in terms of the tour starting. The the Wazzle is underway. Well, not underway, but it's. Uh, Right about there. Well, just be- just before that, let's just give a little rundown on Binzi. He's uh, here we go. <laughs> he's, uh, mate, he's uh, been a, a surf commentator uh, for many years, a surf journalist of sorts. Binzi writing for different crew, is that right? Or yeah, yeah, surfing life mainly. Seven years there. Yep. Three as editor. Um, back oh, yeah. when magazines were, I don't know. Uh, you know, far happier place than they probably are these days. I bought a magazine last week, actually. Yeah. The I, 50th anniversary tracks. Couldn't help myself. Yeah, Plus, I had a free T-shirt. Got the T-shirt. Yeah. I, I still can't bring myself to buy a tracks. Why? Well, they've always been Surfing Life's kind of nemesis. Oh, yeah. Uh, I actually got published in tracks for the first time ever a couple of years ago, but I didn't put my name on it. I put my mate Ty Buddha Graham's name on it. Oh, so yeah. right. Just Ghost in writer. case that guy's not talented as, at enough things already, now he's <laughs> telling everyone he can write to <laughs> prick. But um, no, I just subscribed to Surfing World now that Sean Doherty and John Frank have taken it back from the powers that be. So um, I'm more than happy to support those guys. But yeah, so I did seven years at Surfing Life. Uh, got out, kind of just got the seven-year itch to do something else. Went to Bali to commentate the Rip Curl Cup. Uh, for 10 days. And the padang padang Yeah, the padang padang Yeah, and, sick. And what an awesome comp that thing is. Yeah, and I never left. So seven years later, I was still in Bali. Oh, um, right. So thanks to Rip Curl for flying me out that first time. <laughs> uh, and since then, the commentary's kind of gone from being something that I did on the side to being one of my main gigs, as well as uh, I've got a, a uh, content role with red bull so i do all the all red bull surfing's content on their website nice um which originally that was writing um and now it's just commissioning video the whole time uh, and then this year with oh i'm a covid refugee so I came home from bali and uh yeah i haven't been on a plane since march 15 which is <laughs> different e- way of life easily the longest i've gone this millennium uh without getting on a plane and uh, I'm actually loving it. 
This place is the best, isn't yeah. it? Well, you do have a house uh, well. in yelling up right in front of the lagoon, so yeah, why wouldn't you be that? Yeah, yeah. So you were actually in Bali before you got the uh, heave yeah. ho and come back home. Well, yeah, as Adzi just said, I got a place in yelling up that I've been building for the last couple of years, and it was right borderline being finished. Um, so I wanted to come home and make sure that um, Mac Build got the job done. Didn't cut too many corners right at the end, and uh. <laughs> So yeah, the day. Shout out to Marky McKinnon there, <laughs> yeah, there the go. supervisor extraordinaire. Hello, the, mate. The day that um, ScoMo said from tonight everyone's got to quarantine was the day that I got on a plane and I got back at 11 p.m. thinking I was um, the most clever kid in town, and then they told me it was East Coast time and I'd missed it by two hours. So <laughs> I had over two hours of quarantine, but that was still back in the days of home ISO. And uh, yeah, I've been here ever since. It's been awesome. It's been an amazing winter. In between all the fronts, it's been uh, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, the best. Yeah, one one of the things that I'm pretty sure that you're involved with that we were big fans of earlier in the year was the uh, Surf 100 um, event that Stab put on. That was bloody amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it so came, good. Came together pretty well. Um, I've done a fair bit with Stab over the years. They were the original magazine that gave me my first break. God knows when, 2004 or five or something. And uh, yeah, so now that I'm no longer associated with Surfing Life and I'm still friends with those guys, um, we've worked on a few Red Bull projects with Stab as well. Uh, they brought me back in the fold. They couldn't get anyone over here to run that for them. Um, so I took that one on board. And uh, yeah, I was actually talking to the boys in the Stab office the other day. If If... Jack Robinson ends up winning, you know, the the last part and snapped four, which I think is 40 grand US if you get that. You'd have to say that of the four guys we had in Surf 100, Kale with Soft Serve, Jay with, uh, what was his one called? Spirit. Spirit. Uh, and J- Jacob with... Uh, by default. By default. If Jack wins snap four, then there's a strong... You could say that the best four video parts of the year yeah. came from guys who are in Surf 100. So it's been a good buddy. Yeah. WA. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. We were lucky enough to have um, two of them on the podcast that we recorded in the store that day, and it was um, yeah stoked, stoked to have them. They were, they were. You can see they're up and about because they both had a couple of video parts coming, didn't they? And they were yeah. just going, oh, here we go. This is this is going to be good. We we're actually lucky enough to have Binzi on that podcast too. He held the microphone for at oh, least ten minutes right. before not saying anything, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. stumbling yeah. off uh, into the distance. <laughs> I think I was inaudible at that point. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I think most people Maybe were a bit inaudible. Yeah, it was that afternoon. Night. It was um, it was a celebratory air. Well, that, that was the second screening because we we all watched it at my place starting at nine in the morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then we went up to Caves for a very, very long lunch on Stab's credit card. <laughs> oh, really? On Stab's credit card? Yeah. Oh, nice and, one. And then we went to the board store. <laughs> that explains a few for, things. For round two and, yeah. yeah. Oh. Round three and four. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. No, that was a good day. Good night. Yeah, it was, it was great. Epic. Um, and then also this year, also with Stab, the trailers are out, so I'm not really giving too much away, but we've just finished filming uh, Stab in the Dark with Taj. Yep. Which... Uh, yeah, the Stab boys are just laughing because they reckon we filmed as much with him in a month as as they would have in the last four Stab in the Darks with everyone else. So yeah, right. How good? They've got just terabytes of footage to work through. <laughs> um, but, 
yeah, look for that one to come out in January and it's going to be pretty good. Old, old Terry's still got it. Yeah, old Terry Taj Burrows. Mate, I spoke to him, I think, the day that he was about to start that and I just watched Mick Fanning's one and I was just like, mate, how good is Mick Fanning? Like, he picked every board. <laughs> like, every shaper and TB was just like, mate, I, I'm the worst. He goes, I'm not going to be able to pick one of these. I can't believe Mick picked all of them. He's going, I'm not going to know any of them. Yeah. How did he fare up? No, he's terrible. Um, <laughs> he, to be honest, I don't. I think if a week before then you'd asked him to name thirteen shapers, he would have fallen short. Uh, and then the shapers that he did name are all shapers that you'll see in the board store. <laughs> and talking to Lockie and Sam, they reckon that Taj was in there. For you know, a few days earlier, just like <laughs> trying to trying, trying to come to up with shapers' <laughs> names and uh, any shaper work. that's in their racks that you know might not be in another store that you maybe wouldn't think of, like a Luke yeah. Short or a Timmy Patterson. Yeah, he was like pointing at boards, going, "Oh, that's Timmy Patterson." That's, <laughs> like, nah, that's he, the uh, the board store in Dunsborough there for those who yeah. don't know what we're talking about. The Shout local. out to Toddy Taylor and yep. Lockie and Sammy, Sammy and no. uh, Dunno. Yeah. Don't forget Dunno. G'day, you guys. Um, yeah, well, that's yeah, uh, so good. Um, so, mate, the the Wazzle is sort of starting up. If if well, any second right now. Mm. Yeah, well, they're on a lay day right now. Um, Maui was Maui was uh, yeah. The window opened this morning, and I thought there might have been a bit of swell because there was just yeah. Was that big swell? I thought there would have been something left over. What, well, do you know what I the don't deal is? think Honolulu and Jaws necessarily are, are the same swells. Oh, okay. Same swell because they're, they're sort of shadowed, aren't they? Yeah, they're on the kind of opposite sides yeah. of the island. Um, but yeah, you would have thought like it's still, thought still the same ocean. It was 40 foot, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> to be at least a few four footers getting through, wouldn't it? It might have been a commissioner's lay day where they wanted to go surf themselves yeah. or something. But uh, And it was sort of a day early too, I guess, that swell, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. But. Is there any sort of, um, I guess, protocols in place for the Wazzle to uh, start early if everyone's there? The surf's there and it's going to drop off? No. <laughs> No, I know, it, I know the answer to that. I'm just wondering so why. It's so hard to mm. wrangle these kind of things. Yeah. And, you know, for starters, you'll have a surfer who just isn't there, can't be there, or is running late, or, you know. Um, a lot of the permits are weird. Like, trestles is the hardest of them all. Is it? I'm not sure what the latest is. but Just local councils and governments and insurances well, and shit like that? Trestles is in that, a or? state park, so you can't... It's it's hard to access so you can't drive you've got to walk everyone rides those electric bikes now um, and it used to be they had to nominate the five days they were going to run say two weeks out oh no like yeah, oh, right. I think we'll go Monday Tuesday Wednesday Friday Sunday wow oh that's and, hectic yeah instead of going on a day to day basis yeah, in their window it's not 100% a case of rocking up and looking at it and saying oh yeah let's do it I've I've been in Tahiti one year where it was flat and there was a swell coming two days later and they were down to like quarters or something and there was eight guys left and they had a vote and the surfers, I went, yeah, we'll stay. Um, Hang so around. They've, they've extended it. But it's, I think they don't want to start a precedent because yep. once you do, do it once, then everyone will be trying to make it happen every time. Yeah. Let's get here a that's week a, early. and Yeah, and that's the same know. reason that they've always been reticent to run, you know, 
resurf heats and stuff is because as soon as you say yes to one, then the next guy, yeah. the next heat goes, oh, well, this happened, that happened. Taj Barry tends to be the one that got the uh, research. Well, there's been a few lately. Yeah. Connor had that one against Geordie a few years ago at J Bay. Oh, yeah, where yeah, yeah. The judges just didn't see Connor's wave. Yep. And then Connor's filmer, um, Ryan Perry, brought the footage in and was like, hey, <laughs> you, <laughs> you, missed, you missed this one. Um, Ace and Gabriel should have had that research in Brazil a few years ago where they for some reason didn't flip the disc after uh, Gabriel caught a wave. Right. So Ace had priority, thought he had priority, took off, didn't look at the disc. The disc showed that it was actually Gabriel who had priority. Yep. The disc was completely wrong. But it's <laughs> Gabriel in Brazil, so you're yeah, struggle yeah. to overturn oh, that. Yeah, right the, on the tower beach. getting burnt. Right <laughs> on the beach. Um, but yeah, they're kind have of you, have you been to Brazil for any comps? Yeah. Yeah. Is it what what's the what's it like? Uh, well, I went last year to Sacaraima, um, which was great because it was... Barinha. Yeah, it was down down the north end of the beach, Barinha, big, crazy right slab, um, beachy, but pretty heavy. Um, yeah. Be like where they had the board, I'd say. That'd be right. Um, and seeing... I've got a video I should show you guys of Gabriel running out for his heat. It was like Justin Bieber was <laughs> walking through Times Square or something. It was really people, girls crying, everyone oh, really? screaming. Like oh, wow. there was thirty thousand people on the beach, really going absolutely bonkers. Wow. Gabby's their guy. Felipe ended up winning the comp, but you know Gabby is head and shoulders above them in the popularity. popularity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He's a huge unit. Um, you, you said that you've done some work for Curl over in the um, Padang Cup and stuff, so you obviously know. Gabby, Gabriel Medina? Yeah, he, well, I've actually done a search trip with Gabby and Wilco as well. Because it seems like all his, all his um, mates and uh, the Rip Curl team reckon he's a fucking great guy. Yeah. And what's your thoughts? Absolutely. He's just very, very guarded. Um, as you would be. Yeah, he kind of has to be. You know? So the reason he's so much more popular than the rest of the Brazilian surfers um, it's not just he was their first world champ, but the year that he won. Well, he wasn't. D'Souza was. No, no. No, Gabby was. Gabby oh, won was it he? first. Oh, D'Souza was D'Souza second. D'Souza won the next yeah, he was year. My apologies. That's right. Um, D'Souza should have thanks, been. Thanks to Gabby's uh, little air at Pipe to knock Mick Fanning out. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, that was disgusting. Good to see you let that one go. Um, <laughs> no, so Gabby, the, the way they, these things just always seem to come together, was followed by a. Brazilian reality TV show in 2014. Oh, yeah. yep. So it was the perfect storm. He was on TV all year and then ended up winning their first ever surfing yeah, world title. Right. Wow. So, so it's like Neymar and him, basically. Like, yeah, right. Oh, is that right in terms of the massive? In, in wow. Brazil, yeah. Okay. So I knew Neymar was there. I didn't realise. Oh, Gabby's massive. I mean, Gabby's got more Insta followers than Kelly, John and Alana put together. Wow. Um, yeah. It's astronomical. And um, isn't there a longboarding Brazilian world champ who was the technical first oh, Brazilian world champ? No. Come on, mate. Well, okay. Longboarding yeah. doesn't count. <laughs> Tell that to the Yowls Mals, the oh, Yowls Mal Classic. Tell you what, they got some, today good, down they in got the some good waves for it today, Full didn't they? Full cry at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute howling sou'westers down there today oh, for the boys. In fuck, the it looked absolutely 36 terrible. 36 Yowls Mals. Yeah. 
classic. Congratulations, Indian Ocean Longboard Club for putting that on, as they usually do. One of our mates, Billy Gibson, was down there in the thick of it, as usual. Yeah, they're a good bunch of crew down there. Yeah. Um, sorry, mate, we were just interrupting you there. You oh, were, that's all right. We yeah. go off on tangents. So, so, so Gabby, um, yeah, he's very guarded. And I think initially he had a bit of a... The American mags kind of got into him about a few things and he was just like, fuck these guys. Like, I don't need them, which he doesn't. Yeah, um, yeah. And he's just like, what's the point? And no one's ever really made an effort to kind of reach out to him and he's not overly friendly if you don't know him. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, like but, most people, really. But mm. going, we did this trip to G-Land and he was epic. Um, and, you know, you... <laughs> You hang out with any of the boys on tour and know that he he does pretty well for himself after dark. Like <laughs> he, he is unbelievable. I stayed above him um, in Portugal a couple of years ago, and just he needed a revolving door on his room because it was nonstop. Well, oh, must be all well, that shaving of the chest, I guess. He's good Maybe looking, good looking young man, isn't he? He's muscular <laughs> yeah. and well champion. Angling for another sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we were just talking about that earlier, but no, I don't think uh, it's not going to hit the spot with me. Uh, I'd have to start with my face, and that ain't going to happen. No, because as you all know, if your dad doesn't have a beard, you've got two mums. Well, I've got two mums. I did. I did have one <laughs> mum at one point because my dad had a beard for my whole childhood. But then, obviously, I have two mums now. Um, so, lost my train of thought. You were saying about, um, yeah, we were, the protocols. Uh, protocols, yeah. yeah. So, um, can't start early. Any can't idea start. when it will start? It's because I mean, it's sort of. I mean, we talked about the shadowing, but it's really, really swell direction dependent, isn't it? Uh, Honolulu, so yeah. Well, not Maori in gen- general, but Honolulu specifically. Oh, yeah. yeah, Honolulu's a pretty fickle, fickle old wave. Um, hey, do you see that uh, wild card, that chick, Betty Lou Sakura? Betty Lou Sakura. Mate, never heard of her until about three months ago. And every time I click on my socials, I just see her just pulling into eight-foot tubes at bank vaults in the yep. Mentowies. Yep. Like proper heavy barrels, man. Like, And I'm like a couple that are like real sketchy, hanging on, like weaving through the pit and going over steps and shit. And I'm like, and then getting spat out. And I'm like, holy shit, how is this chick? And then, you know, obviously she was smart enough to somehow get to the Mentowies in the COVID year. And it was pretty beneficial to her because all of a sudden, bang, they threw business a wild card. Business visa, mate. Business visa. <laughs> yeah, business visa. But, uh, mate, well, it's a, it was a good business decision because now she's got a wild card. Mm. And from, mate, I've never seen her before, but what I've seen there in big tubing rights throw out in Honolulu, yeah. man, she's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Well, there's there all those, that pack of young women who went to the Mints. Um, I think Kersey's daughter, Sierra, um, Kira Pinkerton got that crazy one at Bank Vaults. Yeah, I saw that one. Yep. Uh, who else was that? Kate, There's that other Caitlin Simmons, Simmons. Really young one. Incredible. Uh, yeah, Ellie L. Someone. The one that's doing heaps of really crazy airs in the wave mm. pool at Waco. What's oh, her yeah. name? Um, I'll dig it up. Shit. Anyway. But anyway, yeah. The, Whoever. The, I, the, I don't think it's her, but someone. Uh, Maybe her dad or something. Anytime she does an air, she sends it to the Red Bull Instagram. Do you just get Do you just get pestered by like certain soccer dads, soccer mums, uh, or trying to no, the get funny the exposure? One, so the Red Bull Surfing Instagram. Um, you know, I'm sure if you talk to someone who's got hundreds, thousands of followers, the 
the, the hidden messages are all kind of creepy, like the people trying to meet them or whatever. But <laughs> if you go the Red Bull Surfing one, the the like messages that don't come directly to you are all just people wanting to get sponsored or get free stickers. <laughs> like, I'm always after a free sticker. And it's yeah, always just like, That's I'm, how I get it. I'm I didn't from, know how to get uh, one. Now I do. Uh, I'm from Sierra Leone and I've been surfing for three months and I'm good. Like, can you I'm on the Olympic you? teams. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah <laughs> if you crazy. don't, I will kidnap your family. And uh, um, yeah. Let's see. Um, now, Adzi, I know that you wanted to have a bit of a chat about our uh, one of our favourite West Australian sons in Jacob Wilcox. He's just had his video part out. Um, Binzi's doing a little bit of research here. So... Let's hear it, mate. Jacob okay. Wilcox. We uh we Aaron had a bit Brooks. of a chat with him. Aaron Brooks. Yeah, Aaron Brooks. That's the one I was talking about that. as well. Um, yeah. we have had the pleasure of having Jacob on the show a couple of times now, and um, yep. what an impressive young man, and also an absolute maniac. Take it away. He is well. Just uh, firstly, obviously, our last episode was the Margaret River Classic, um, where Jacob had a bit of a chat to us in the in the caravan while it was raining cats and dogs out there. Uh, we knew he was in the final and we knew that he got a 10 in the final. Yep. Uh, and obviously we didn't know who won, but uh, no prizes for guessing that he did actually win. He didn't really have a backup and he still won with a 10 because he, yeah, I think he got maybe a four or something and a 10. Something like that. But um, yeah, man, he, he was just surfing so Fuck good. So 10, he did though. win Jeez. the Margaret River Classic. So that's cool. Yep. Um, the night before he won it, he released his uh, video edits by default uh, through Stabmag. All right, you got seven minutes. Oh, shit. I'm always getting time <laughs> parameters put on me. It's tough. It's a tough gig over here. But, um, mate, obviously it was awesome. We all know it was awesome. But uh, let's break it down a bit. Uh, it was by Isaac Jones. Uh, it's about 15 minutes long. Uh, the first section had a heavy sort of Sabbath style song to it which was pretty cool because who doesn't like black sabbath tell um, me one person i'll fight them yeah i'll yeah. kick them in the ball straight up well, but, um, you should go hang around barley they all think black sabbath's a t-shirt brand but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so mate it opens Don't up get me started <laughs> first wave a big backhand tube water shot um you know variety of heavy beaches and late drops and just gnarly barrels all on his backhand. A lot of it was good, mm. and I, I, it was sort of like a good. I like that he's, uh, you know, it's obviously so strong on his forehand, but just a props to to his backhand really for just showing a, 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 a. And it wasn't just one; it was just a whole bunch of different right handers around the area. I, th I think he did that in Surf One Hundred too. Like, yeah, the he was probably the big winner out of that event with regards to like just bumping his name up in the eyes of people because everyone knows that Robbo's a freak. Everyone knows that Jay and Kale are unbelievable. Yeah. People have only ever seen Jacob on the QS. On a couple of QEs, you know, yeah. Doing backhand hangers at bloody Panisha or whatever. Yep. And then uh, all of a sudden he's just absolutely parking it. Yeah. He's so good on his backhand. He's, he's in really good. In the tube and on, on yeah. the, and in the turn. And everyone's oh, just he, like, hang on a second. Who the hell's this? Yeah. <laughs> Who is this kid? Uh, I just reckon he's improved so much in the last couple of years as well. Sorry, yeah. as he gone? That's all right. So, uh, yeah, mate, uh, certain beachy down in the south uh, with lots of barrels down there. Then I seen him pull out like a 
looked like a really big Bushman shape. Um, I mean, it looked really big. It was probably only 6'6". But uh, I'm assuming that he that probably s- it was borrowed and he must have snapped a board or something like that because it didn't have his stickers on there. Could have been one of his old boys. One of his dads? Yeah, yeah right. I could, I could see Mick it's, get um, one of them under his arm. Mate, so I, it just looked really good. I love seeing good surfers on a bigger board because you just don't see it very much. Just drawing um, those lines out. Yeah, it was. And they were, you know, tubes and that. And then... Um, he, he did a few airs in that first section too, big sort of straight airs, which was in the offshore, which is obviously pretty hard to do. Um, and they looked really good. And then he had a couple of sick box water shots. Second one was a fucking bomb, just like clear photography, beautiful shots from the water. Probably Tom Geno again. He's been a very busy guy this year, Tom Jennings. Wow. Yeah. But, um, and then some lofty backside spin punts and... Mate, he just looks lively and full of energy, light on his feet, but can still lay down the power when he needs to. So it's a pretty good combination there, you know. Um, and then he got some really good ones at the Queen of the Southwest, which we all know what that is, the big raging right-hander. Um, second last wave of the first section was incredibly heavy, deep, gurgling, backhand, multi-section tube. It was fucking sick. And that lends weight to what you were just saying in the Stab 100, Binzi, that, you know, mate, it's just showing that although a natural dominance at that break, uh, a natural-footed dominance at that break, he's still at the top of the pecking order um, on his backhand, you know, which is no easy feat. Um, Yeah, I just found that he, just cutting in there, I just found that he was almost playful on that on the queen yeah i mean it, as you all know it's a heavy wave yeah. and it's uh it's not an easy wave to surf on your backhand it, but he was just sort of speed know, management doing little yeah speed management and yeah. just almost being playful with it yeah it was uh it was awesome very nice so yeah it was uh mate the first section it was absolutely fantastic display of heavy backhand surfing with some sick punts um i like the sort of short intermission styled section that came after that it wasn't you know, it was just like, okay, have a bit of a breath. It was sort of, um, you know, like some lifestyle shots mixed in with some magic little slow-mo clippets, not even full waves, just little beautiful little clips and all sort of um, slow-moed with some trippy music before the assault on the senses of the up-north section hits. And I, <laughs> I really liked that little transition. And then the last section, mate, this is where it was all about. The music energy sort of slowly ramps up. He sort of builds up with some sort of... It's all up north, obviously. Um, builds up with some sort of smaller four-foot glassy peelers where he's just... Mate, the music energy's building. Wilcox's energy's building. With just an electric display of like five and six-turn waves with just unlimited speed. Just, mate, varying and this and that. And this is like building, building. And he's just going to town. It's pretty sick. Just going ham and... Um, snaps and slices and slides and just so much speed and really good style and then the power as i mentioned is there when he needs to it's power you know then it finally kicks in with what we wanted to see just huge epic heavy up north massive water shot there's this one water shot right early in as it ramps up and he's just mate it's just so sick the big big drop and a big tube Mate, he's just so fucking deep on some of them. That was what really struck me. Yeah. Was that it was like he was deeper than the rest of the pack. And being on his forehand, just being up to weak, just he gets up and going so fast and, and gets like 
four pumps in before he even just gets into it. And that was the difference that just just made it insane. Um, Crazy that Jake um, Isaac as well doesn't button off on a bunch of them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, I guess yeah. he's... His one job is to go up there and film Jacob making yeah. these crazy waves, but there's so many where you're like, you could have, you would have yeah. just swung to a, the next wave. Yeah, a lesser man. Oh, there some pretty girls on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> all going. Yeah, as you say, what's a set out the back doing? This guy's not coming out. Yeah, but um, yeah, that one, that one uh, wave where he just, mate, just gets so so deep and then comes out and does some turns and gets more barrel time and then i just love that he, he's got that one where he puts his hand up and does a little hand drive where he's oh, just yeah, feeling, he's it feeling it down the end and then just lays into it again and i just like to see that that emotion of even though he just clinically tore the thing apart but just that one little hand drive high line just to know that he's just he really felt that one and then just lays into it again Boom. that was sick yep mate some of the spit spits <laughs> that he gets spit out of the, on those <laughs> waves are as big as you'll see anywhere. Like they're sort of spits that knock you off, you know. Like, um, and mate, one of the water shots. It was it wasn't quite as clear and blue, but it was this one white water explosion on a slow mo water shot. And mate, it is unbelievable. I reckon the white water will be like twenty meters high. Have a look for it next time you watch it, and it's just unbelievable because it just really shows how much power and how dangerous this wave is with the isolation and the sharpness of the reef and how easy he makes it look. But when you look at that white water behind him, you're like, holy crap, mate. Like, that is some serious, serious waves, you know. And uh, I've just got another note here. Holy fuck, the spits. That's uh, <laughs> just to reinforce, mate. There was some serious fire hydrant spits there, eh? Um, mate, the last wave was an absolute bomb. Um, it was almost too big for the reef, those of us that know that sort of gets to that stage. But it, it was so big that the second section didn't even tube, you know, cause it, but the first section did tube. It had a massive chandelier in it. And he just, mate, pulls in, gets huge spit out again, just insane. And then does a series of turns where you're normally getting your second barrel because the wave was so big it missed a reef. And then I think he gets another barrel down the line and kicks out about 300 metres out from where he started. So it was just an insane, insane way to finish the clip. Um, in closing... I'd say the up north segment was extra special as I feel like it was uh, in years to come in the future. We'll look back at this segment, this section as a segment in time where Jacob Wilcox was the best at that certain break up north. And to be the best up there at any given year is no mean feat. Um, you know, I didn't see Jack Robinson up there. I think I feel like he's the only one who could really shine a light to him, but just being on his forehand and being able to get that initial speed straight off the bat, I, I just feel like it was a really special section because he was undoubtedly, when I was up there on one of those big swells, and he was undoubtedly the king of the reef. Like, without claiming it, he just had that aura about him. Everyone was fucking high-fiving him, and he was humble and super okay. modest, but he was, he was the king of the reef. And this video section highlights him at his peak of his powers up there um he's only yeah. going to get better he's yeah um mate it was sort of hair on the back of the neck raising material yep, for me sure was. um it was just fuck him at, at the peak of his powers it was fucking awesome so super stoked on that last section i've watched it heaps um mate he used to be pretty wide-legged i noticed a couple of years ago 
I feel like he's closed it in a bit. Still a little bit wide on some of it, but I feel like his style's got a lot better. I think he sort of probably had to in a couple of those tubes, you know. Well, if, yeah, it's probably... the stance just to get a bit of stability. thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, man, it, it was just an epic section. Uh, Tom Jennings, with all those hell water shots, we all know how good he is now. Um, you know, it was really smooth editing. Uh, I liked the music. It was... Uh, a polished overall edit. Well done to all involved. It was fucking sick. Got me frothing. Nine out of ten, man. Nine out of ten. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Up in the excellent range. No yeah, disagreement. Totally. No disagreement from there either. It was fucking only, sick as well. It was fucking sick. Um, only thing I think I would have liked, maybe, is uh, same with Jay's. Um, like these are really windows into these surfers' lives, as I say, at the peak of their powers. Like. For this year, this is Jacob Wilcox. For this year, that spirit edit on Jay Davies, that was Jay Davies for this year. And I like a lot of action, but and they're 15-minute edits, but maybe just a little bit of talking about the person because I know well, we're all... You can still buy the Surf 100 WA replays yeah. at surf100.com and yeah. you'll see plenty of that. Plenty of talking. What's, what's that web address again, Binzi? But, you know, it's, uh, well, that's a good question. I think surf it's surf100.com. Surf maybe? So you can still get it, can you? Yeah, you can still buy it. Nice. 15, there you go. 15 I mean, I, I know they're keeping it short because everyone's attention span is pretty average these days, mm. but it is a profile video edit. And I feel like you look back in 15 years and go, wow, that was when Jacob was the best at Nalu. It'd be cool to just even just have a couple of clips of him talking and, and just seeing his 20 headspace. seconds or whatever. Yeah, just mm. something, you know. Yeah, and I'm then, with um, you there. Yeah, I don't know. And then, uh, what? and the only other thing is like, why the? Uh, and I always complain about them not being long enough, even though 15 minutes is supposed to be a full-length movie these days. But maybe, Binzi, you, you'd probably be a good one to answer this. Why don't people make the fucking longer ones? Like, say, Taj Burrow, for instance. He was on tour and he banged out all those hour-long profile videos. Is it just sponsorship dollars, do you no, think? Or not, what is it? No, it's attention spans, Yep, for starters. I mean... Because we've got such unlimited access to clips. Wow, it's just like, you know, working for Red Bull, they're so driven by analytics and what all their research says. And every six months, the format changes come through in a new email. And it's like, right, now we need... For a few years, everything had to be under three minutes. Like, without fail, everything had to be less than three minutes, had to be punchy, had to be short, sharp. Yep. A couple of years ago, it's like, right, everything's switching to YouTube. YouTube, you, if your edits are longer than six minutes, then YouTube will bump bump them up in the algorithm and there's more chance of getting them visible and stuff. So it's like, right, now we're fishing to put more content in there. Right. You've got to have something catchy at the start to get people's attention. Little teaser of what's to come. You go, oh, I like, what was that? I'm going to have to stick it out through this one. But I think 15 minutes is kind of like everyone's attention span up a limit. Mm. Um, not ours, obviously. We could watch. For obviously, hours, people aren't smoking enough weed. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure when yeah. I was a teenager, punching cones and uh, mate, you'd watch an hour and a half uh, surf flick and don't it felt like five minutes. Do drugs, kids? Yeah, don't do drugs. Yeah, but also, <laughs> you know, we had the same ten v VHSs, VHSs growing yeah. up, and yep. you'd watch one from start to finish and eject that and put the next one in and then yeah. you'd just go through and occasionally you'd rewind and have some favourite sections but there's just so much at your fingertips now online that mm. you just 15 minutes you know 
quality, not quantity. Squash it all in and bang, done. Yeah, Get it in the next there. One. Who do you reckon out of the um, current sort of crop of YouTube um, content are, are you sort of enjoying? Oh, I don't really like any of it, to no? be honest. No? <clears throat> I, I mean, I'm speaking out of school because I work for Red Bull, but... You know, I post all the Who Is J-O-B stuff and I'm just like, oh, how many times can you kick poopies in the nuts and <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, gotcha. go over the falls on inflatables and, um, you know, so much of the, the vlog is the extreme opposite. It's like, that's got to be 15 minutes and it's often 15 minutes of just complete nothing. Yeah. And you're like, really? This is it? We're... You know, the major life decision is, oh, today I'm going to spray paint my boards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> I, I mean, I like, yeah, I agree with what you're saying there. Um, it's just the only thing is when it's like an eight to ten foot pipe day or something. Yeah. Like I'm happy to watch all the fodder oh, that goes on yeah, before yeah. they paddle out. But yeah, when it's they're doing all that fodder and then they're going out and pulling in a three foot shore brakes on inflatables, it's like, oh, that was... I, I like not I like Nathan Florence's channel. I reckon he does a good job. He does like the point of view, paddle outs at pipe and stuff like that. So you can see, it's obviously hard to see on a on a um you know a um GoPro how heavy and how fucking damage you're getting. But it's always good to see how it is, actually is paddle out at pipe and yeah. take off on waves and stuff. So it's um. Did you see his last one, mate? They obviously paid some ring in to act as his dad, and. Uh, because I'm still convinced that Slater's his dad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they got some ring in. He was a bit of a weapon, had a mohawk and a big dirty mustache. Oh, really? And he's like, this is my dad. I'm going to teach him to surf. And had a little video of him wow. like pushing him in on a mal and that. And I was like, wow. Wasn't there Slater, he is. The Slater with a wig? Well, yeah, well. It, that, that was, I watched that too. Um, just because forever I've been told that the Florences had completely disowned the old boy. Yeah. Um, and then it was like there he is. Nathan Florence takes his dad surfing. And you're like, yeah, like, oh. yeah, what? So I don't know if they've reconciled in the last few years. I know that the old boy is, he lives in Florida and he's like a a painter or something because he was wearing the the cut his company's shirt the whole time. Oh really? Like just oh the whole thing was an ad. He's just like oh Aloha painters like, <laughs> satellite beach. Give us a call. Yeah right. Um, but yeah, and he. Like he wrote a book when he was in jail and he was talking about banging their mum and what she was like in bed and all this. Really? It was just, and it was gross. It was like unsavory. You're just like, you're trying to prom- profit off your son's famous success. son's name. You and it was like a 70 page just Grubby. kid's journal basically written while he was in jail. And you go, oh, really? what did he go to the clink for? Do you know? No idea. No, I mean, it's all... Dodgy painting? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you just don't... There's so much about that. It's just never been brought up. No one's ever asked John. John wouldn't talk about it anyway. Mm. Um, and then all of a sudden... And Nath was, like, totally friendly with him. Yeah, look... Yeah. Right on, Dad. Like, let's go. And mm. you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, Nathan Florence just got married, so maybe the olive branch was come out to my wedding and, yep. and that was it. Oh, well, yeah. Good on there him. Go. Yeah. Oh, congratulations, Nathan Florence. Mm. Um, who's going to win? Oh, we should we just should just do a quick little introduction to Bronte's beat. How is uh, Bronte McCauley going to go 
at Maui this year, Binzi. Ha, huh, she's going to go bloody well. Um, actually saw Bronte last week out at Yale's and it was solid, south, closing out. There was, I was out there with Jaxie and there was a bunch of the old boys and then a big clean-up set came through and then there was just me and Jaxie and then just f- copping floggings, just wave after wave on the head and then all of a sudden Bronte paddled out. And I've never seen her serve yowls before. Mm. She's got a north of the border visa, obviously. <laughs> uh, no, I see her up here a lot. I think one of her sisters might live in Dunsborough or something. I've seen one of her sisters, um, Ellie, I think, a lot in the lagoon doing some work with some people. I think she might do some work with like disabled people or something like doing okay. f- physical therapy or something maybe because I've yeah, seen right. her down there swimming a lot. Oh, I, see, I see Bronte, she surfs car park quite a bit. Yep. Um, and I've seen her surf Smiths and plenty of other spots. Yeah, car park's one oh. thing. I mean, that's obviously performance-based. Yeah. Suddenly wind, um, but yeah, yelly I either. Like, I like looked at her and then kind of penny dropped in my head and I was like, are you training? Is this sunset practice right now? And ah. she was like, maybe. And I'm maybe. like, D-Mac got in your ear about this one, didn't you? And she's <laughs> like, yeah. And then, you know, she's always so excited when you surf with her and she goes, it looks pretty good. And I was, she's like, why is there no one else out here? And I was kind of <laughs> like, uh, you'll see. And then we just got absolutely flogged for about 15, 20 minutes. And, um, well, the Patterson brothers can't be wrong, can they? A couple of dual sunset winners. Exactly. Where did they cut their teeth? Yeah. And um, I was like, oh, that's pretty clever. This is good. And I, I've been saying it to a lot of people. Like, I think, um, you know, it's hard to predict anything about what's going to happen at Maui or Pipe because we've got no form guide. But the best starting point is who's been surfing good waves. Yeah. And you look at, like, such a good call, I think, from Bronte to not go over east and chase the Tweed Coast event or go to Stratty for that. 100%. Thing and just sit here and surf pumping waves. All going in Hawaii. G- yeah, the go- whole way through, she's just been surfing, 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 good waves. There's video here, there, everywhere. And she's already, south, north. like, the girls are going to Tahiti next year. Yeah. And she's now the favourite after everything she's up done north. up north this yeah. year, you know? And she's got a epic backhand. I think she made the semis last year mm. in Maui. Um, and just having surfed really good waves for the last six months. Uh, she's going to go really well at Maui and she'll yep, go she- really well at sunset too. Like she's in a perfect place to get over there. It's a long haul that they're all committing to. Like Maui and sunset are six weeks apart. Yeah. yeah. And her and DMAC are just going to go post up and surf their brains out. And um, she, uh, there's, you know, she could easily be coming into Santa Cruz in the top five. No, no two ways about it. Sick. I, like I reckon Santa Cruz is going to suit her as well. Yeah, I think Santa Cruz is going to be a, a weird one. Um, you know, when the Aussie leg is that marathon and it's, you know, sometimes Margie's comes before Bell's or, or Margie's is the last event and it's like the third event, everyone's been on the road for so long and then you get a shit day at Bell's or a shit day out at main break. Yeah. And those people just... They give up before they even paddle out, and it's just these awful days of surfing to watch. Especially it's if like, it's cold. Everyone's and shit, knackered, yeah. and it's cold, and they just yeah. want to get the f- 
fuck out They've of got here. booties on and, and you know, four threes. And it they've is. got their phones in their weddy just in case they're getting comboed halfway through. They can start booking flights. <laughs> the beach. Didn't know they did that. And, and Santa Cruz is going to be the same. Santa Cruz is... Oh, it's going to be freezing, eh? It's the American version of Bells. You know, hardcore surf community gets massive waves. Um, the surf industry is right there. There's tons of good surfers. But the wave's not insane and it's going to be freezing cold, middle yeah. of winter, February. Yeah. Fucking and bring it on, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sounds All great. sorts yeah, of yeah, different yeah. conditions. <laughs> you know, they get to go to... Sure, but uh, you, get a, you get an onshore <laughs> heat and it, the tide's gone wrong and it just looks garbage. Yeah. There's so many people who just... That's the event where they'll just throw it and mm. they'll be like, get me out of here. I think it could suit her though. I mean... Absolutely. It's not warm down and here in winter. And I don't think she's got any of those motivational issues. Nah. It's not like... Not with DMAC, the eternal Grom as your coach. Yeah, and she's not one of these surfers on tour who's like got this massive schedule of commitments. Yeah. Like you try to do something with a Julian and he's got boom, 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 boom. And, yeah. you know, everything's by schedule. And if he can get a free minute by getting out of town earlier, then he's gone. Yeah. Whereas Bronte's like, these are my flights. They're booked for these dates. Yeah. So I'm either surfing a few more days in Santa Cruz or I'm sightseeing in San Francisco. So and I no might, as well, might as well get through this heat. <laughs> yeah. And no ego either. None whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, we reckon... Well, it turns out Bronte has been actually listening, which is sick. Um, yeah. We had her on the show finally at the Classic, didn't we? And, oh, um, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and yeah, we, she knows how, how much we dig her surfing, her whole whole sort of thing. So, um, yeah, look forward to seeing her smash it out. Who's going to win Maui? I think, oh man, it's hard. I mean, Chris is good out there. Steph's so good out there. Tyler's on the comeback and looked pretty deadly when I saw her in those over East comps. Semi-finalists, I reckon, Tyler, Steph, uh, Carissa and Bronte. Sounds That's my good. call. And then that Betty Lou, man, if it's uh, <laughs> Betty Lou, what do you do if it's What big? do you do, Betty Lou? Mate, she's this could be deadly. I can't it's see Chris losing it, to be honest. But um, Well, see, this is where I think it's important to take into effect, into oh, this, account the, the waves yeah, you've been yeah, surfing. Yeah. And Carissa, she was in Hawaii, she went to California, she had a quarantine. She hasn't surfed a good wave in six months. Um, True, yeah, there you go. You know, but y you don't know what she's been up to in the last month in Hawaii, even mm. though it hasn't been like a crazy start of the season or anything. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it looked like the girls on the Gold Coast, Steph, Nikki, Tyler, Macy, were all just riding soft tops at Greenmount all winter <laughs> long, but it has been the best East Coast winter in like 20 years, yep. and they would have been getting crazy waves. I think Tyler's got a lot to prove. Um, she made the final last year. Like it's crazy doing this as a preview when the last event that was run was the same event. Same event, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? So like, you know, can so and so go back to back at Pipe, or mm. you know, can Carissa go back to back at Maui? But there's there's not much of a form guide coming into this one. Um, Interesting. You know, I, I mean, I, I think Tyler's got a lot to prove. I, I'd love to see Bronte in the semis. I think Steph on a right point is. Still the best. Deadly. Yeah. But, you know, is someone like Malia Manuel finally going to step up and mm. be as good as she could be? You know, and you've got Courtney Conlog, you've got um, Lakey Peterson, you've. You know, Sally Fitz has got a. Sally few Fitz. Pits. Sally Fitz loves the pits at Honolulu. Yeah. She's doing airs now, too. So yeah. Regularly, yeah. Um, Mate, out of all the waves on tour, 
if you gave me one option, oh. mate, Honolulu Bay at eight foot. It's just something about that wave has just got me and a single amazing fucking written all over it. <laughs> just fucking, I, I would love to surf that wave, man. Talking Good. to uh, Sheldon Simkus the other day. So he's, um, you know, snapper, board riders, stalwart, amazing surfer on the QS. Um, goes out with Macy Callahan these days. Mm. All the CT surfers, male and female, with the COVID restrictions, are allowed one companion. So for the next three months, you the whatever the WSL bubble is, you're allowed your one travel companion. So there's various team managers and I see what co- you're saying. I need to start dating a CT woman <laughs> surfer. Is that what you're trying to well, tell me? Well, so Sheldon <laughs> is Macy's companion for the next three oh, months, and he's sick. at he's at Honolulu now. And you can imagine as a snapper local, like yeah. that's his dream wave. And he, oh, he was it. freaking about how good it's been. <laughs> Has he been getting waves though? Like it looks pretty uh, regimented. Yes. I mean, he just said. He said it's pretty regimented and the, you know, it's not uncrowded there. I mean, there's maybe no. less people from overseas, but there's still the local crew holding it down. Mm. Um, but, I mean, he's grown up surfing snapper, so I'm sure he can work a crowd. But yeah, yeah. He, he's also a pretty good-looking, yeah. bright blonde hair, yeah, shiny yeah. white Just, teeth, kind yeah. of howly, so yeah. he'd want to watch himself. You don't want to work the crowd too hard because nah. that could be even worse than not getting any yeah, waves. that could definitely come back to bite on the ass. Have you, have you surfed it? No, I've never. Uh, actually, I, I did go to Maui... Last year, last year for the Jaws comp, but oh, yeah. I, I literally we got we landed at eight o'clock at night and we were back on Oahu at eight o'clock the next night. So, how many runs have you done to Hawaii, roughly? Um, like sort of every year for a few years, or no, only two or three? I, th- I think I've been six or seven times. Oh yeah, I've See. been to three or four Vulcan Pipe Pros. Oh yeah, with Red Bull. Um, I've been twice in December and. Uh, few years ago my best mate won a trip for him and a partner through his work it was a bit of a biz, a bit of a work bash but he was single at the time so he took me along oh sick i think it was meant to be a partner because we were in a honeymoon suite <laughs> we had to ask for a trundle and every time that, every time we walked through the lobby he'd ask me to sort of drop back 10 feet so that yeah, yeah. all the uh, guys in yeah. his office didn't <laughs> Didn't assume something. And um, um, what, what's what's your favourite wave that you've surfed over there? Did you have uh, a little go-to spot at all? Or? Seemed to stay up at the V-Land end quite a bit. Do like surfing V-Land. It's is V-Land that one? That, that looks really fun. The one that Mason surfs all the time. Yeah, it's got that real easy chip shot and then a sick barrel. Well, it's got all sorts of everything. There's, it? It's mainly a right, I guess, but there's lots of different little crops of reef. There's lots of groms out there. Because it's inside one of the other breaks, isn't it? No. No? No. It's um, You've got to walk through a gated community, a gated um, compound of houses or whatever but that's not really an issue but it's quite a localized spot as in that's where a lot of kids will yeah you know it's probably where mason and coco first stood up on a surfboard yeah right Uh, so you definitely got to watch your manners because you you don't want to drop in on some kid and then all of a sudden there's some massive dude (laughs) waiting for you on the beach um but it does actually have a bit of a kind of friendly vibe as well Um, show your respect don't you yeah rocky points always fun but gets really crowded sunset's great just for the challenge and you know pulling a big board out and yeah um you know even when it looks small 
you get out there and you're like, holy crap. Sick. Never been happier to feel my leg rope snap than, <laughs> than I did out there once. I think that's your wave, Adzi. Oh, man, I'd love to surf some Oh, surf. you'd love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, mate, I'm just excited, that, mate. That, the first swell has just come through. Segway, perhaps, the Jaws session that just went down. Yeah. Um, before we do talk about that, okay. um, let's I'm just, just I'm just excited by the yeah. Hawaiian winter so, um, I'm, I'm just listening to Binzi tell all this. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to Hawaii. I want to go. How good is it that the Wazzle's back? I'm so stoked. It's, yeah, um, it's you know, we, we criticise them and all the rest of it, but we are happy that the World Tour is back. Yep. And uh, one thing that's back again this year is a WSL Fantasy. Now, um, I don't know. I, I don't it, know if is, knows who is, he's sitting next to. Is it to worth here? mentioning my place in last year's competition? I think it's definitely worth yeah, mentioning. Just third in the world just over got here, the, Binzi. Just got the lazy... You know that, lazy, lazy, I do now. He's looking lazy, at you different now. Lazy third yeah. in the world last year with a... Took out the Lipped Podcast League and Snake Tails League. Two boards he won. Got myself a couple of boards. Very good. But I won a big board last year too. Did you? What, yeah. for fantasy? Yeah, I won the board store comp. And did you? I didn't Jeez, know. why didn't you go in that one, Nammy? You could have stitched them all I, up. I didn't oh, know. Oh, I had to give Binzy one, one and, prize. And um, I got home from Hawaii, like, day before Christmas or something, and I uh, walked into the... Because the board store had just moved back to Dunsborough. Yep. And I walked in to check out the new shop and I walked in and Dunno goes, oh, here he is. Here <laughs> and he I is. was like, oh, mate, what good to be back. Yeah, great <laughs> to see you too. What's going on? He Hello, goes, Dunno. what do you mean? And I was like, well, I just came to check out the new store. And he goes, you know you won our comp, right? And I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, you won our fantasy comp. Like, oh, what do I get? And he goes, oh, new board. And I was like, oh, sick. Oh, you beauty. <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, I picked up one of the, well, they, they were like, you got to, this one, that one, or the other, and I got uh, um, the Noah Dean Luke short. Oh, nice! Um, which was cool because I'd been thinking beforehand. I was like, I've never ridden an LSD. I really want to get one. And then <laughs> there you go. How is it? Uh, I haven't ridden it a whole lot because it's an epoxy. Yep. Uh, and we don't really ride too many epoxies yeah. around no, these parts. Not real epoxy land, is, is it? it? What are you thinking? It's more an Indo-style board, or? Um, I still haven't Beach put rate. in enough time on it. I rode it in China at the start of this year. China? Yeah, I was at Chi- I was in China at the Corona Open. <laughs> right. What? Is that that peeling left thing or is that the yeah, Malcom? Yeah, yeah, Ryu Bay. Well, they've had the Malcom there. They've Hanan had the Island. It's quite, uh, quite a long left, eh? Yeah, it was pretty average when was we were it? there. But it there's definitely potential. Um, it was just funny because, you know, yeah. we were in China and that's when this coronavirus thing first popped up and we're at the Corona Open. (laughs) (laughs) And like literally the whole comp, there's just a Corona bar, there's Corona girls, there's Corona merch. Corona everything. And like the event t-shirt is like the Corona Open China 2020. Yeah, mate, that's a collector's item. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) hasn't aged well. (laughs) (laughs) And then it wasn't until sort of like a month later that this coronavirus thing started really getting on everyone's radar <laughs> everyone who was at that event we were like oh we knew about this oh, and that, wow. what um, what month was that january? this was january yeah, yeah, yeah the, right. the, oh. the, i think i flew out on either the first or the second of jan yeah all right and it was a qs 3000 i'm still probably my biggest regret of 2020 um someone pulled out and i could have got a beach start um and I was desperate to, I was like, just put me in, just oh, let me paddle out. And yeah. my mate, Will Hayden Smith from the WSL was like, well, you ha- you've got to pay your insurance. Yeah. I was like, you're kidding. 
what's my insurance worth? You know, 600 bucks. Oh. I'm not going to pay 600 bucks to go surf this fat left, fat left that I've already <laughs> surfed five times this week anyway. I was like, just let me go, mate. I'm not yeah. going to sue you. Like, I'm not going to get hurt. Like, yeah. And he goes, oh, no, nah, sorry, can't let you do it. And anyway, um, if you Jason, did, Jason Shibata, who was a Vulcan team manager, he got the beach start, paddled out. Dead last in that heat. Yeah. Would have seen he come 73rd in the comp, I think. Right. It was a 3,000. So you get 250 points. <laughs> and then I would have finished the year 403rd on the QS. Ah, in the top 500. And more points than Kelly Slater scored this year. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. I would have been, you wouldn't have heard yeah. the end of it. I mean, yeah. it's probably for best Mate, for everyone that I didn't. 600 <laughs> bucks that you yeah, could not have spent any better, surely. I know. And like, yeah. I could go to my grave in 50 years' time. The yeah, grandkids would be like, so before you die, Pop, what was your greatest achievement? I was like, well, there was that year I came 400th. <laughs> yeah, finishing in the, the world. top 500 yeah. in, in the surfers and all the world. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. I was in the top nine pages on the WSL rankings. <laughs> oh, that's classic. Yeah, well, I was in Bali in mid-Feb and the, and the rumours were starting to build like just before I went and I asked my mate who's a doctor actually but he's also just a vagabond of Indonesian hammocks. And, uh, <laughs> and I wasn't sure where you were going with that. <laughs> the mate, vagabond of... Yeah, he's done a lot, a lot, a lot of time in Indonesian hammocks. And so anyway, and he was like, no, nah, no, nah, you'll be right, just go. So I went and yeah, man, I was just like, it was good times and I had an awesome trip. But by the end of the two weeks, the pressure was starting to build. It was like almost March. Yeah. And everything, it was no Chinese in Bali and we we're all freaking out a bit. And I got two kids, like they were 18 months and four years old. And we're like mate you know this is before it all really hit and we're still washing our hands and all this and and mate and then by the end we're like oh maybe it's time to get out of here things are heating <laughs> up a bit so we're like fucking sanitizing our hand all the time and we're in the in the airport in bali Denpasar, and you look around you just cleaned your hands and mate my 18 month old kid is licking the floor <laughs> flat out licking the floor and i'm just like fuck what are you doing we pick him up and he's like mate what are you doing and then two minutes later you know all those seat belt handrails that you got everywhere in the to make you line up in the queues and my four-year-old's just chewing on one of them and yeah. i'm just like oh well mate, mate that's how they build up their immunity yeah mate it's like oh well sure. is what it is no point in washing my hands anymore <laughs> but we escaped it it was all good yeah, oh. I, I got home and it was still when you had to, uh, you really had to beg to get a COVID test. And uh, I went to Charlie's in Perth and the woman said, oh, you know, you got any symptoms? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, got a scratchy throat and a cough. Can't, can't hear anything. Bit of a fever. And she's like, oh, have you done can't much travel this anything. year? And I was like, well, I started in China <laughs> and then I went to and the US. Like, woo, 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 shut down, shut down. <laughs> yeah, then I went to Europe and I've been to Indo twice. And she was like, look, I think we'll just. <laughs> and that's when they closed the hard border. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That was the beginning of the They end. rang Mark McGowan straight away. <laughs> we got this kid, Binzi, here. <laughs> Pretty much a walking, <laughs> what do you call it? Petri Test dish. tube. Yeah. Petri dish. Um, just getting back to the fantasy quick before we move on. Join up to the Barrel Surf Podcast League. Yep, and see if prizes, you can beat prizes, now, DJ prizes. Um, what I think, are they? Well, we are going to have a board, a board for first place. A board? Yep. Who's funding that? 
I'm not sure yet. We got to get. <laughs> <laughs> is it an ironing board or a chopping board? Or? Yeah, yeah, chopping board. Just yeah. one of those nice wooden timber no. chopping boards. Sweet. No, we're going to look at getting a twin shaped locally because we're all about local uh, manufacturers and so forth. Yeah, and cool. uh, second place will be three cubes of cheeky monkey beer. <laughs> Third three place, cubes. one cube. Now yeah. I must put a uh, little caveat on that. If you are overseas, you're not getting the beer. Yeah. Or the board. Or the board. Nothing if you're overseas. <laughs> no, nah, we'll, we'll sort you out. Don't worry about that. Um, you, yeah, if you're so overseas jo- and you win... Uh, you, get the, you get the trophy. You get something. Perpetual you get a shout-out. But if you ever make it down here, then you just get the royal treatment from all the boys at Barrel Surf Podcast, which includes guided surf, uh, your swag in my shed, <laughs> copious amounts of... You should see this shed. It is smoke. luxury. <laughs> Yeah, so join so join up the so pipe. Is, is um is Snake back now? Can he is he allowed in all of these? Um, well, he's got his leg again because he's always been hamstrung by having to pick his guys. Uh. So I've been in quite a few leagues with Snake over the years, and it's like whether or not you're beating him depends on whether he's coaching Zeke at the time or right. if Leo's winning heats or not because he just puts all his guys in. And the year that Zeke dropped off tour, it was like I beat. Jake and everything <laughs> and then the next year Kanoa goes from being an also random all of a sudden, this top 10 guy and Snake's just wins Barley like, yeah, right. oh, god it's... damn you Igarashi <laughs> I'm the worst I'm, I'm so loyal to Aussie surfers I just because otherwise I find if I back someone like the Brazos or something then I find myself going for them which just goes against every grain in my body so yeah, I haven't fared too well the last few years because I just back Aussies all the time. But hopefully that's going to change this year go with, with Ethan Ewing and fantasy. Morgan Siblick and Jack Robbo. Then the old guard of Owen and Julian and Callanan. So, um, mate, hopefully I can stay loyal to Australia and kill it in fantasy this Julian year. Julian is just the most torturous guy to follow I in know, fantasy, mate, isn't he? <laughs> I, I did have a note written down about, mate, you can provide some in here. Mate, I saw a clip of Julian. Looks like he's starting to lose his hair, which, uh, you know, just is a little, you know, it's just a little indicator that go, okay, Julian's no longer this young whippersnapper. He's a world title hopeful. Is it now or never for him, Binzi? What's what's the deal on Julian Wilson, you reckon? I love him, personally. Is it now or never for his hair or <laughs> world title? <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm not going to say anything about his hair apart from starting to lose. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> no, I've said there. Maybe, maybe there's a bit of photoshopping going on in his clips. You should look at his brother, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, world title. Oh. It was just an indicator. It's God. like, oh, fuck, he's I, not I'm the young guy call, anymore. I'm going to call you know? it right here. Julian Wilson will never win a world title. Um, there it is. Mm. Oh, I, don't, I don't like I'd that love, call, personally. I'd love to see but you might win, be right. a, win a world title. I'd love to see Owen win a world title. They both got what it takes. They both absolutely got what it takes. They sort of lack consistency. Is uh, Ryan Callan better placed to win a world title? Nah. No. No. Nah. Wow, that was an emphatic Straight no, wasn't it? Up. Why? Um, look, he's an amazing surfer, but I think he's kind of in that ace buck and bead derbage kind of realm where he'll yep. threaten a world title, Ooh. finish top five a bunch of times. Can't see it. He just doesn't, doesn't have, have the that. electricity. Yeah. Well, he, I mean, he does those things that he does on his I'd backhand. I'd say he's definitely got electricity. I well, just the unpredictable instincts, maybe. maybe. Even just that 
bit of arrogance. Yeah, you know? yeah like okay. Gabby paddles out looking like just a world champ, the yeah. fucking man. Yeah, yeah. And people go, oh, look at this dickhead, he's up himself. He couldn't care less. If yeah. he's going to win a heat, he'll paddle over you, he'll kick you in the nuts, he'll do whatever it takes. And if people think he's a dickhead, he doesn't care because he just shit. got the win. Yeah. Ryan's such a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> nice guys finish last. And it's, yeah. So as Julian, Julian got a bit of arrogance about him, I think oh, he does. Yeah. But Absolutely. so what? What's holding you back from winning? Consistency. Yeah, consistency. Which is the same thing that you know held Taj back forever, and just not. I don't. Whoever you are on tour, if you've got Julian, you'd always think you're a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas there'd be some days you'd paddle out against Gabby, and you're like, "Why am I even bothering?" No chance. Yeah. yeah. Whereas. Defeated you, on the beach. You'd always <clears throat> think with Jules or Taj that something could go wrong for them. Yeah, right. Is it a mental game? Oh, massively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Jules, <clears throat> uh, he just keeps chopping and changing coaches. He should have never got rid of Jake, oh, 100%. We did hear a little bit about that when yeah. Jake was in yeah. to share quarters a couple of months back. click. But yeah. Because we... Julian's, I think he just wasn't listening to him, was he? No. Julian's uh, good looks and talent and Jake's tactical smarts. And, and lack been... of good looks. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I you were sorry, say rough. sorry Jake's Jake. Jake's good looks and talent started <laughs> to ruffle him up. Hey, hang on a second. I'm the king of this chicken coop. No, it would have been a pretty formidable team, but it just didn't work. Well, same Jared House. Jared House was Geordie's coach. For like six months, and Geordie wants to be surrounded by people who tell him everything yes. he's doing is good, and that the judges got That's it exactly wrong. That's exactly what Jake said. He and said then, that he and w- then Klaus, went, yes man. Klaus went to Julian, and that lasted a few months. You know who picked up Klaus after that? Fucking Mick. Mick Fanning. Yeah, Mick wants yeah. someone to go. You did that was bad. Yeah, and he'll go. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and right. Fix it, and then win a world title. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Anyway, um, interesting. Yeah, Mick Fanning, from an outsider's point of view, just seemed to have so much together in terms of his his approach to everything, his you know his technical analysis, his uh, ability to take feedback on just the whole package. It seems like he was um yeah pretty good with it all. And amazing when he turns it off. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, that's what I that's what I mean. The whole package, like he, he the ability the to turn it off, and he'll go okay. We're in a safe space now. Let's I can do, do this. Do whatever I want. Like, <laughs> here we go. See. Eugene. Cape Fear last year, prime example. It was a Red Bull event. It's kind of Mark Matthews' pet event. Mick was the star of the show, came down, surfed his heats, had a proper dig. Mark broke his foot, unfortunately, and had to go to hospital, so he kind of left. And so, from a Red Bull perspective, all eyes are on Mick. And Mick surfs his couple of heats straight over to a boat loaded with Tassie dudes on the beers. Yeah. And all these guys are just like, this guy's the best dude in the world. Yeah. And sits there just drinking beers with all the local lads, like completely one of the boys. Event wraps up for the day. Mick comes over. Obviously, we've got to do a bunch of media stuff with Mick. And he's honest. He's like... I'm pretty pissed. <laughs> he goes, but what are we going to do? Don't make me look bad. And I'm like, yep, 
we can smash through it, get yeah. through it all, get on the boat. Everyone kind of was knackered. A few of the Tassie boys were getting pretty naughty on the boat <laughs> on the <laughs> way back. Those guys are fucking yeah, lunatics. Tasmania, mate. <laughs> you know. We get back um, and we've already had the Prezzo. Everything's wrapped. And then there's a private function Red Bull party in, you know, they'd booked out a, a pub and it's closed. No one's coming in. And it was like it. Tuesday in Hobart in the middle of winter anyway. Yeah. Like it's not like people are looking for somewhere to go. So we had the place to ourselves and Mick just absolutely put on a show. Yeah, did he? <laughs> what oh, a yeah. legend. An all Australian legend. Yeah. And we were meant to be on the same flight this morning. How I got the next morning and how I got on it, I will never know. Yeah. But he sure as hell didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's epic. Uh, good on you, Fanning. Good he Australian digger legend. Yep. Um, now, fucking hell, we're going over time here. We always uh, do. We always do. Hey, tell me, Adzi, yes. uh, Pipeline, I know that you've got a favourite in Pipeline. His name starts with Jack and finishes with Robinson. How do you reckon Jack Robbo is going to go? There's the music, hopefully. Jack Robbo is going to... Fucking kill everyone <laughs> if the surf's eight to ten, mate. I don't care who he, who they are, mate. He's happy. He's married. He's got his brazo bird on the beach. He's got a weird Hawaiian accent sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, that'll be back. He's got the <laughs> international. He'll Elmer be talking person. pigeon. Yeah, Elmer I always person. tell everyone he speaks Volcom House. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's, what's that accent? It's yeah, like, oh, it's just Volcom House. Yeah, He's yeah, just spent noticed, too many, yeah. too many Saturday nights sitting around, and he doesn't really drink. But I'm sure everyone in that one main room at the Jerry House sure does, and they'll all be watching the UFC and the MMA and going for their boy, and yeah, and they're just like, oh, get him, smash him, and someone walks in, he's like. Oh, leave your sandals at the door. <laughs> and it's like, hey, Jack, where's the toilet? And he'd be like, oh, it's over there. And they're like, oh, fuck. It's got a weird, weird twang. So, mate, all these factors combine. Mate, he won Sunset, you know, like, didn't just win it, obviously, just. He's did the defending the champ. Yeah, he's fucking you know, combo the joint. Now it's a CT, mate. He. He beat Jamie O'Brien in the trials at Pipe like five years ago when it was like 10 foot and onshore. Like if anybody can beat Jamie O'Brien at Pipe when it's 10 foot and onshore, they can beat anyone out there, man. So yeah, yeah, he's obviously my favourite. As I said before, I really struggle to back uh, anyone in fantasy. I'm just, I'm just loyal. I'm, that's why I'm not a good gambler because I just always go with my heart. But um, man, I've just got Robbo going for it, just taking the world by storm. Jack yep. Robbo, he's happy, he's content, he's got a Hawaiian tweaked out twang Come accent, on, Robbo. and uh, as long as it's solid, he's on. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Um, as a first event as a rookie, he's obviously been in plenty of CTs in the past, but Pipe is so much better for him than Snapper. Uh, yeah. he, Jack's going to struggle at Snapper and Bells and a lot of these waves we have to work for it. J-Bay... Of course, he's an amazing surfer, but he's no better than a lot of the guys on the tour. Um, and a wave like Snapper, if it's not barreling off its head, you've got to think about pulling your waves together, where you're going to turn, what you're going to do. Like if you're taking off behind the rock, if you're going to go down a little marley, whatever. Pipe, he does not have to think. There's no thinking. He just no. paddles out and lets his reflexes kick in. And he's best tube rider in the world. Him yep. and John John, you know. Like yeah. if he doesn't have to think, but this, you know, if it's shit pipe, 
then yeah. this all goes out the window. Yeah, it's out the window. But yeah. if you get good pipe and big sunset, yeah. he can be in the fucking yellow jersey coming yeah. into Santa Cruz. Which, so we, let's say Bronte and Jack are both in yellow leading into Santa Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> what the way you're talking, Biggs? I knew we got <laughs> you on here for a reason. <laughs> Pretty good start to yeah, the year right yeah, there. Yeah, loving it. By then it's someone will be injured and Jacob will have come off the bench. Oh, we'll have another yeah, it gets getting better. Yeah. Yeah, and then I'll be caddying for one of them. And <laughs> w- WA taking taking on the world. The only problem is, mate, Jack could you know win pipe and win suns and all this stuff, and he could be like five thousand points in the clear coming in at trestles, and then Toledo will just eat him up in three foot fucking. Trestles. I reckon he'll go all right at trestles. Hey, he'll go yeah. all right. But Toledo's Toledo's got to go five heats to get. Well, realistically, Toledo. Well, it's heavy, a lot of heavy water <laughs> so waves. We just, had pipe sunset. We're riding off the whole season, and now it's a shootout between Felipe and Jack at Trestles for the world title. I like it. We're not jumping to any conclusions here whatsoever. Right. You know what I mean? Like someone could just be smashing it, and yeah. oh, I don't know. You just, I don't. Know. I just don't like it's getting decided. I mean, I love Trestles, oh, but I just hate that it's getting decided there. You can't it decide just a world title at a way if it doesn't barrel. No, exactly. It's and mate, the, the barrel. Be- the beach commentators there. Oh my god, like. You guys wouldn't hear it because you listen to the webcast and that's all the same no matter where they go in the world. But the beach commentators at Trestles, I've heard them call the wave of Geordie's 12 foot. 12 foot? Yeah. And 12 it was, foot. It was, you know. Three. Overhead for Geordie, which yeah. is pretty big. But I was like, yeah. I turn around the person next to me, what planet do we live on where <laughs> that is a 12 foot wave? Like, give me a break. No, well, that, I think you summed it up. They man. sing the like, national anthem before the start of the day at wow. Trestles as well. Where yeah. are we? Okay. I remember one year we were surfing before the, the final day and it came through the PA and Steph was out and I was like, oi, if you win <laughs> <laughs> the surf, can you get up on stage and sing the Aussie national anthem? <laughs> She's like, yeah, all right. And then she did win. And, and I what happened? saw her before the final. I was like, you promised. Oh, <laughs> and she just like, refused to make eye contact. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, who, so who's going to win pipe, Adzi? Well, I don't know. Uh, well, Jack Robbo, obviously. But um, Who's going to come second? Well, there's three three wild cards that haven't been decided yet. Are they just doing the day before thing again, Binzi, are they? Uh, I would the, assume the, so. I'm not. Well, actually, Only no, three I spots. Saw... Oh, well, I checked t- today and it was... Only three spots it said waiting for athletes. So yeah, I thought it was always four at pot. But anyway. Mate, good to see that because T-Bone's away. Shout out T-Bone. Yeah. Maybe it's so devo to miss this. Yeah. Um, good to see that you've stepped up with your research role in T-Bone's absence. I He's our, uh, our research guy. He's our WSL frother. I WSL. saw um, Finn McGill posted about being excited for... For pipes, I'm guessing he might have got a billabong. Mm. Yeah, or maybe it's a big trials with. It, it's still a 36 man draw, but there's still the Mikey and Leo thing going on. So there's oh, only yeah, one yeah, right. wild card. So I guess billabong get one. So they might have a shootout between Josh Manese and Finn McGill and whoever else. Yeah, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm. Either way, I'm fucking frothing to see Hawaii. It's something about Hawaii, man. It's just, I just love it, man. I just love seeing it. Uh, We saw the Jaws clip come out yesterday. Uh, Someone posted a nice segue, like a 20 minute raw uh, video clip. Did you see that? I love those raw clips. I love the raw clips too. 
Stay um, tuned to Red Bull TV. There's an edit coming in the next couple of days. Is there? Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, well, mate, I'm not surprised because it was an absolute Kyle Lenny, Billy Kemper trade-off. Yeah. Like, well, they went out of that 20 minutes. Yeah, but heaps, epic. mate. They went heaps. Always knows Kyle Lenny was on the first one. Billy Kemper on the second one. Not sure what sort of strategy was on there. Um, well, Billy's the man out there. He, um, well, Kai's the man too, though, isn't no, he? No, I know that, but Billy, but Billy is the Billy's man. Billy's top of the pecking order. Yeah. Um, and Kai must be you, a close if, second. So Billy's won what four? Something Jaws, like that, Jaws comps out of five or something. There's no priority in that comp. <laughs> yeah, right. And what do you know? Yeah. Billy wins them all. Not saying yeah. he is not fucking incredible out there yeah but he's also a fucking prick he gets on he gets the waves he wants out there yeah yeah um, well man that edit was insane uh because obviously we just love seeing jaws but the thing that just struck me it was just flat out every fourth wave was either kyle Lenny or billy kemper and or nathan lo- florence yeah i mean he didn't get as many as as those guys it felt like and then it looked like kyle Lenny was towing it in the early morning light and then he was towing as soon as it went windy. And it was just like, mate, the guy caught like three times as many waves as anyone else. Kai also came uh, dead last in that China comp. So I'd be tied on the... Tied <laughs> <laughs> with Kai Lenny. Now I'd there's be, a claim. I'd be there's able his to claim. tell everyone that I'm as good mate, at surfing so, as Kai Lenny. <laughs> One thing that struck me about that latest clip, mostly how, how of... How is he after dark? Is he all right? Um, boring as I can. Oh, I was about to so say. So there you go. You, you have to be he, he's so if it's the epitome. 430 you're going to win. He's the epitome of like, you go, oh, yeah. If I didn't drink, I'd be able to do da 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 da. Yeah. And yeah. that's him. <laughs> so <laughs> I did that Ma- um, Maui, uh, Maldives thing last year, the one that Terry's won a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, best junker ever. You go stay at the Four Seasons, which is like a three grand a night. Hotel how yeah, can right. we get on these things mate seriously and, um, and I I, who went the year i went so kersey parko wilco which is great addition oh, yeah. um no and kai yeah and kai was like we didn't see him after dark once um, and he, you'd get up for breakfast, and Parko was wearing his sunnies at the breakfast table. <laughs> and there's all these stories about, oh, he was on his boat last night, yeah. went into their room, and and then Kai's already like doing push-ups and warming know, up, wing surfed his warming way around up. the island, oh, and yeah. like yeah. fished and caught craze for <laughs> everyone's breakfast, and no like way. swum three laps of the of the place, done and, some free diving. And yeah. You're like, oh, dude, what? Yeah. <laughs> You're exhausting me. Yeah. Well, mate, that's that's funny because uh well, just before we leave that jaws, one thing I did want to note is it just seemed like Billy Kemper and Kyle Lenny are starting to surf that wave like a, you'd surf a small wave. Like yep. the way they were bottom turning and hooking up under the lip and then checking their speed. I was like, "Holy crap, man. They're like getting barreled like every second wave now. Like it was pretty insane." Well, there's no no wind. Yeah, no the, wind early, which was, yeah, um, I noticed that. that. And even when the wind came up, it was still Maui glass. Yeah, so Maui's a bit about, like here. Yeah, yeah, windy <laughs> like, always, WA. Yeah, if, if it can be like not windy for Maui and still howling. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad that you sort of had a bit of a, a slight rip at Kyle Lenny because uh, I don't know how this Ooh. is going to go down with Ooh. your little Red Bull thing, but I did watch that Red Bull series on... Kai Life Lenny. of Kai. Life yeah. of Kai, mate. It was bloody entertaining, yeah. obviously. 
Um, but a little bit hard to digest for me because of sort of what you were saying. Like, mate, the guys are superhuman, no yeah. doubt. Um, unbelievable water man. I love everything he does in the water. But obviously came away from the end of that just going, fuck, he's a squeezer, man. Like, Nah. He, oh. nah, nah, nah he's not nah, a squeezer? Nah, he's a really good dude. Good dude. Really oh, good dude. Well, just, no, but a squeezer can be a good dude. They're just... He's, I don't know. It's hard oh, to he is, hard to say. He, it just he, he I don't is know. the ultimate poster boy for just like health. Yeah, we good. Yeah, so good guy, Kai. It's good to good to hear. Um, oh, he he's sensational. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I'm pretty harsh critic of people's nocturnal activities if if they don't show up, but. He he's one. Uh, yes, I would guess I'd like another beer. I tell you what, I'm absolutely loving these um, shabbies from Cheeky Monkey Adzi. They're uh, delicious. So bring us one over there if you don't mind too much. I can see that you are. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much. Delicious. Um, yeah, no, Kai is a ripper. I, I'm just having a dig at him because he doesn't um, really show up after dark. But that's his Australian way. He's, that's he's right. one of those dudes you meet him and he remembers your name. Um, oh, that's a fucking good, good. <laughs> yeah, well, there's that too. But you know, he'll and he'll remember stories and you see him out and he goes, "Oh, how was that last time where we did this?" And you're like, "Oh, he actually, you know." Whereas there's other guys who you run into in that sphere where you just like, oh, "I'm introducing myself to you for the fifteenth time." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck's yeah, well, really. I, I mean, I, it's not like I disliked him, but I, it was just that super clean. Oh, he's elite, so American, you know, and he's so mate. Exactly, it's that but that's what it's worth millions and millions of dollars to him. Like he's top five super most paid American thing that in the eighties and nineties when we grew up, following our surf stars, you know, they were the anti-heroes, that over the top American inflated ego. I mean, we grew up idolising guys like Ross Clark Jones who would just rock up hungover, punching darts, crush a can and then paddle out at the biggest waves in Waimea and that was like, yeah, that was that's what I idolised, you know. And so someone like Kai Lenny, I know it's probably the smarter way to do it, but um, yeah, I just can't, well, it's also, I can't like it as much. He, he didn't grow up idolising surfers. He grew up... a windsurfer windsurfer different and different stand up paddle racer and you know he's kind of he's i guess and i don't mean this is an insult but he's the modern laird hamilton like yeah like, and he could play james bond <laughs> you know like he's a bit short though isn't he he's a bit short he's still <laughs> kind of pretty rigged out is he? um and he he's just he's a weapon he is he, such yeah, a he, weapon. He, has he, to be. he takes it so seriously and he like we did that um event in the Maldives with the four seasons and you've never seen a marketing crew fall in love with someone so much. They were like, yeah, right. This guy can come back to this resort for the rest of his life. Oh because whatever they have in the you know, it's like, Oh, you got a glass bottom boat? Maybe I could um like free dive underneath it and do this. Like, oh, you got a seaplane? Why don't I try towing to some waves? And they're just like, <laughs> who is this lunatic? You know, whereas then there's, you know, on the other end, you've got Paco and Wilco and the rest of us all just sinking oh, tins. Can't be like, anything like that. Like having, having a food fight yeah. in front of the millionaires. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah. 
Faith out. Faith out. Talking about uh, waking up hungover. I noticed Kyle Lenny's girlfriend is Molly Payne, is her name. Yeah, that's his sister. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Also doesn't drink. Yeah, right. Well, Molly Payne sounds like a real bad morning to me after it. Molly Payne. Molly Payne. You get Molly Payne every time you have it, don't you? (laughs) So she she was. um, And he also looks like. His mum's younger sister, found, which I found a bit strange as well. One All of right, those. move on, Adzie. Come <laughs> on, mate. Did you see it? It was like, is that a sister? What's going on there? I don't know. I found um, that a bit creepy. So Molly was with us. We were surfing Sultans, which is this like really playful, fun ride in the Maldives. And Molly and Sierra Kerr, the surf guides were pushing them into waves. And this is like a month after Sierra Kerr has just won the stab air comp doing air reverses. <laughs> yeah. And I'd be paddling into like a set thinking I'm in the spot and there's little Sierra getting pushed in on the shoulder. I'm like, hey! What's going on here? <laughs> what am I getting pushed in? I yeah. can't do airs. Yeah, exactly. bullshit. I did not win stab high. This is crazy. Yeah. And how's, how's Kai's Lenny's coat, mate? Don't get me wrong. I, l- I love the whole Kai Lenny gig, man. And he's ama- like, anytime Jaws is about on. him enough, are you? Oh, mate, but I love to bag is him it, out. He's, he's in your like, head. Oh, he's he's living rent out. free. Wigged me out, this <laughs> Red Bull thing. Like, no, I loved it, man. The guy's a guru. And whenever Jaws is on or Nazarite, mate, all I want to do is watch Kai Lenny because he's that good. Cheeky monkey pale ale there, Binzi's cracking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, um, mate, he's how is he? Uh, super opening. fit, super American coach who's like half bald. But still running the ponytail, you know, just the full guru style haircut, dude. I don't know. It was just then he had the German bloody uh, Put your notebook away, science Come guy on, cre- handcrafting his foils and getting on the computer oh, yeah. and like he, I don't know. It was just so over the top. He <laughs> rides insane. Um, he rides <laughs> carbon fiber surfboards as well. Like, yeah, and they're just unbreakable. That this comp in the Maldives, it's, you've got to ride a single fin. There's a single fin division, then there's a twin fin division, then there's a thruster division. How good. And uh, Kersey actually kind of broke the matrix a little bit this year because then there's a, a final, which and in the final you'd assume he'd surf a thruster, but he surfed a quad. So uh, he actually won two, went one, two, three, one, four. One, two, three, four. Ended up winning it. Like um, it. But Kai turns up and even his single fins were made out of this carbon fiber. Really? It was like <laughs> it was like a hot rod oh, meets a Formula One car or something. Just Morning go, of the Earth crew would be rolling in their graves. This is weird. And he's got like all these little um not trailers, they're like tiny little nubs oh, yeah, yeah. on his tail. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. those. There's, yeah. there's like a half dozen of them that go across the tail. And Chris Amore rides them too, doesn't she? She might have started. And yeah. the judges were kind of looking at it going, well, hang on. This is a single fin division. Mm, and he has like mm. eight fins oh, on his really? board. No. But they're tiny. They're the size of. I don't care. It's not a single fin. Yeah, they've like, got one fin or like that none. big. Like no. the size of those pretzels that are making, <laughs> making me thirsty. And this year at Nazareth, so I was on the boat for the um the big the towing comp there. Oh, you were there for that one? Yeah. Sick. That was a sweet gig. Who wants to go sit on a boat for nine, a boat. A- nine hours? <laughs> but. You, you can't see any waves. No, from we a were boat, behind right? it. We couldn't see because a thing. Because you can't, you can't go next to it. There's no channel. Couldn't see a thing. We were behind it. Why um, were you out there then? Because, well, we did all the post heat interviews and stuff, just bobbing oh, around, like really? leaning over the oh. side, talking to people on jet no skis. Way. But Kai had left his boards on the boat with us. So I did a piece to camera where I was like, oh, we're going to, you know, let's not interview Kai's board, but we're going to run through Kai's board. He is. And I broke a couple of little nubs off the table. <laughs> <laughs> and I was sitting there going, oh, shit. 
shit. Fucking hell. <laughs> what if, what what if he dies now? <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, I quickly just like put it back in the board bag and like threw the little nubs in and <laughs> oh, no. zipped it up. What are they like, glassed in or stuck on or what are they? Oh, they were just like, yeah, glued on, like oh, resin right. or something. And wow. I just, yeah, bumped off Kyle and his nubs. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, your sex tape. Oh, now, I think the, uh, he he won the comp, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Him and his yeah. partner. Him and Chumbo. Same. Lucas yeah. Chumbo is a lunatic. Is That's why it's good. He is the complete opposite. Of he's my guy. RCJ guy? Oh, 100%. Is he? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. He's from Sakurama. The first time I met him was when I was there last year for the CT. And I barely remembered him, but then we've had a few moments since then where we keep running into parties and we're like, I am... <laughs> Sakurama, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hug and stuff. Classic. And uh, yeah, he is, oh, he's wild. He turned up in Portugal when um, Italo won and they just went all night long. Sick. And then the next day we had to fly to Bristol for that. We, we went and surfed that wave pool with all the Red Bull team and Chumbo hadn't slept. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, how, how is the Bristol wave pool compared to... Have you surfed the Melbourne one as well? I haven't. Yeah. As soon as I surfed the Bristol one, all the Melbourne guys messaged me straight away. Going, what's it like? What's it like? What's it like? Because they hadn't quite opened. And I had a pretty average experience in the Bristol one. It was okay when we had the Red Bull team there and we had it fully ramped up. Yeah. But there's not a ton of surfers involved in it. It doesn't feel like it's yeah, okay. guys who've grown up which is, sounds the complete opposite of Melbourne. Just little things like they made you wear booties. Um, oh, made you wear booties? Oh, fuck. If you're not used to surfing in booties, What's well, a five-second wave and you spend the first two seconds trying to like oh. get out of your own way. Where are my feet? And, and we... So I was there um, running around doing Red Bull shit all day while they... All the, I think it was... We had Kanoa and Nacho and um, Chumbo and a bunch of others. And I was just looking at it all day with one of my other mates from Red Bull, and we're like, "Fuck, we can't not surf it." So we booked in the next day as punters, and then we we went out in Bristol that night, got home at four. And Bristol's a, a big town. It's a it's a uni town, so it was a pretty good place, especially <laughs> when you're in Chumbo. In yeah, <laughs> and uh, and a bunch of Red Bull team managers who really want to like spice things up. Um, and they had like. Travis Rice was there, and they were just wheeling in any red snowboarder. Bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was psyched. He was all about it. And there was, um, you know, a couple of like random, like a Red Bull kayaker who'd won a gold medal for Great Britain in the Olympics and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And uh, and then my mate and I had to get back to the pool for like we had a nine a.m. booking or something. And we, oh. <laughs> we rolled. Money in, well spent. And, and it was, yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh, we've, got, we've spent our 45 quid. We might as well do this. And we just drove around all these roadblocks and parked straight out the front. And it turns out that those roadblocks were actual roadblocks. We'd just been allowed around them yesterday when we were VIPs. Oh. <laughs> so everyone's like looking at us because we've just parked the one car that's in the car park, like pretty much in the gardens. And uh, then it's gone from beast mode back to just pommy punter mode. Oh, yeah, right. And we're reeking of booze, and we're going to walk off to the pool. And this one guy's like, "Hey, Gov, um, mate, where's your booties?" Hello, like, Governor. Where's your booties? Like, oh, no, I'm not wearing any. He goes, "No, no, you don't have a choice. I'm afraid." 
you know, it's arc health and safety, isn't it? And I was yeah. like, what do you mean? <laughs> he goes, well, bottom's slippery. And I'm like, yeah, water's fucking wet, mate. Like, <laughs> so I had to put my booties on and I was hating life. And I was oh. this hungover, cranky Aussie in a pool full of palms. <laughs> and I blew a couple and then I was getting yelled at by the lifeguard because I kept duck diving just to get out the back, whereas he meant to go into the beach and oh, right. paddle around and back out. She's like, stop duck diving. And I'm like, or you. it's a 30-year habit. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. Put your booties on and stop fucking duck diving. Uh, and then this That's dude it. in a red rashy and a ponytail, like I was trying to, I was just going to take my booties off and just throw them over the fence. And the guy's <laughs> like, mate what's your problem with them? And I was like, it's like having sex with a condom, mate. Like, I'm pleased that I've got to this point, but it's fucking pointless. Like, why bother? And then all these poms are just laughing and clearly hungover Aussie having a massive tantrum. Like, it's just a debacle. So then the Melbourne guys, they were like, what was it like? And I was like, I think you guys will do a better job. (laughs) Mate, just... Back to, since you're a Red Bull guy, just back to that Kyle anything. Oh, oh here fuck's sake, Adzi. I'm going to edit this such out, a mate. Big budget doco, man. Like boats, skis, trucks, houses, boards, cameras, equipment. Like, that was some serious yeah. money behind that puppy, wasn't there? Yep. Yeah. Heaps. It's huge, but it's warranted. Well, there's a few guys who are in their kind of upper echelon that they'll just spend a fortune on. And yeah. he's one of them, and he, sh- he should be. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Travis Rice, <clears throat> all those movies they made with him. Anything yeah. they do with um, Danny McCaskill, the BMX guy. Um, oh, I would assume Robbie Madison's kind of in that. There's, there's just that tier where it's like Dietrich Massachusetts, who is... So Red Bull is one guy. It's like Richard Branson is virgin. Yeah. And he's this 70-year-old Austrian dude who just loves action sports. See. And he sees his legacy as being whatever Red Bull can support. Yeah. And it's like if you have a high like a top level project you want to go for with any of those kind of super top tiers yeah a triple plus list of athletes they'll make it happen yeah right and kai is definitely one of those is kai and jamie the two big dogs you reckon um jamie's kind of his own deal yeah red bulls sort of distance themselves a little bit from who is job so that's on jamie's own youtube channel now it's not on red bulls Mm. yeah he still does chug a few Red Bulls every ne- every episode. Oh, that, mate, that yeah, brings me to my next and final question on this bit. Uh, mate, they're all drinking Red Bull, mm. right? Jamie O'Brien's just doing them for breakfast. Uh, I'm pretty sure Kai was even drinking a few. Mate, uh, someone like Jamie, maybe it is Red Bull in the can. Someone like Kai, I'm thinking it's Probably fucking not. water in the can. Probably. <laughs> Are you allowed to answer this question? Oh, is it water in there or what's the go? I mean, it could be an actual Red Bull that's just been cracked and you take one sip and you throw it out. Yeah. Like Tommy Curran in the uh, 1981 Murray River Masters, mate. What, drinking Coke? Murray River Thriller. No, I just thought doing this one with his, his emu ex. There was a funny <laughs> one a few years ago and I, I can definitely talk about this now because we're friends again, but WSL <laughs> and Red Bull had a big standoff for a few years and it got to the point where Red Bull athletes depending on who had or had not signed this contract, weren't allowed to wear Red Bull hats on the podium. <laughs> yep. Just just dumb shit like that. And um, when it was still frosty, it was getting to the point where, you know, 
Michel Burez just won his heat. They're doing his post-heat interview and the camera guy was told to like crop down. So you just oh, see, yeah. see the top of his hat, but not his logo. logo. Right. And then the rest of him. And... Pause. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a message from T-Bone. He's uh, sent in a Clive Palmer Cup nomination. Oh, he? It's for me, to me, for drinking all his piss. So oh, I thought I would... It's, it's, we've, we've been sponsored by... <laughs> By Cheeky Monkey Brewery now, and we've had two rounds of piss, and poor old T-Bone's been away for work and Come hasn't on. got any. Come we've, on, T-Bone. We've just so, been drinking it. Yeah, sorry. Any, anyway, so then the athletes who are quite, um, they're like, well, Red Bull pay me all this money, I, I, and now I'm not allowed to wear my hat, so I'm going to do whatever I can. So then they start taking their boards up that have the stickers. Yeah. And then... At one event, I think it was probably right here in Margaret. Do, do you know where WSL had bones with the Red Bull logo as opposed to, say, a Billabong logo? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. That, no, it was a massive falling out. Um, it, it was very close to being the Red Bull World Tour and then oh, right. things went haywire on, on both sides. It was pretty even. I think people from WSL and Red Bull both kind of admit defeat on that one. But all those people have since left, so that's when now there's a partnership between the two. Um, but Adriano, for all of Margaret's, every time he went up to do an interview, took a can of Red Bull up with him and was drinking it during his interviews. Yeah. But he kept using the same can, and it was an <laughs> empty can, and he obviously cracked it, and the ring pull was in the can. So as soon as he tipped it back, you hear this tinkle, 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 <laughs> metal falling down. And I'm beach commentator here at Margaret so often do the post heats for the crowd it's pretty much the only place on tour I think where we do a post heat for the crowd but it's yeah it's epic it's really good so but I'm always kind of like hanging around waiting for the interview with Rosie to finish before I can grab him and Nath Hader who's a guy from Scarborough who's a absolutely cameraman cameraman do you know Gavin Johns that used yeah, to yeah yeah, yeah. but Nath's, Nath's the guy who's always like a foot mm. away from Strider or Rosie running up and down the beach and great guy <laughs> every time Adriano would put this empty can up he'd look at me and fuck's sake can we sort this partnership out like, <laughs> this is ridiculous would have been good if he choked on the ring pool oh. or something if it came out that would have been pretty shout funny. out to Nath Hader I've met Nath a few times Such um my dude. cousin Gavin who used to do some filming yeah. for the WSL g'day guys um, yeah. Gavin's in Tassie with us on um, Cape Fear last year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, now, we do have to sort of move on a bit because yeah, it's. Finish, uh, finish the <laughs> but do, I do have. No, a, mate, I did fucking love it and I do love the guy. He's amazing. Just let you me loved it for about 45 minutes, mate. Yeah, I just love ripping into him too. That's what I, I did warn Binzi about. What's the, what's the Clive Palmer Cup? Give me the. Well, before we do do the Clive Palmer Cup, mate, I'd. Any Red Bull projects that you can talk us through that are coming up? Anything interesting or um, top secret? Oh, what are we working on at the moment? Kai one was pretty big. I didn't have a part in that. That was Red Bull in the US. Um, what are we working on? We, I mean, we've still got a um, partnership going with Stab for all the no contest edits that oh, yeah. are coming out. So yep. they're going to do a jumbo one from the Hawaiian season, which will be pretty cool. Um, there's a Geordie project that's coming out really soon that's, Ooh, that sounds good. basically his year that the first time he's got to spend in South Africa for 20 years or 15 Ooh. years or whatever. 
So he's done a big road trip all around South Africa and adjoining countries. So Sick. I'm sure he got up to Mozambique and Namibia and all that sort of oh, stuff. That as sounds well. pretty good. Yeah, that'll that be cool. Um, it's good do to we watch. Get to see much of his smoking hot misses in there? Or? Uh, doubt it. That's probably oh. why he's doing a road trip to get away from it. <laughs> um, and then what else have we got? Nothing. Nothing. The, we're doing just a lot more of the sort of short form stuff that you're maybe not so much of a fan of um, with all the filmers, you know, like Carissa's filmer and Kanoa's filmer. I like the short form stuff because oh, when, like when I'm at work... They're giving us a bunch of stuff from this Hawaiian season with a bit more of a brief. Um, so that's called following um, and that's going to be pretty like behind the scenes, embedded kind of shit. Is there any more Stab 100s come up? Um, they've got a bunch lined up, but they... Yeah, I don't know where that's at. I'd stay tuned for Stab in the Dark, though. That's going to be great when yep, it yep. comes out with with old Tez. None, none he was, other than our favourite type. Uh, yeah, he was ripping. Uh, and, and Stab also have a project coming out called something like Andy and the Chaos Kids. Oh, uh, well, we talked about that last time. That rings we? the bell. It's something, yeah. So yeah, Ashton, who's the editor of Stab, it's kind of been his passion project um all the filmers from lost back in the day just gave gave him like archives 20 years worth of archives and so the stab crew in california their their covid project has just been going (laughs) going through it all and then doing a lot of interviews so we while we're filming filming stab in the dark we did a big probably a half hour <laughs> half hour interview with Taj all about all about Andy and his relationship with Andy back in the day and I know that they will have done that with complicated everyone from, nah well no? yeah kind of <laughs> <laughs> Andy was just a bully basically <laughs> uh, um, but they've interviewed everyone from Bruce to oh, you know Joel like all of that inner circle that was around him a lot of Corey and Wardo and that sort of stuff and that'll be pretty crazy when it comes yeah, to yeah. that sounds cool was Bruce ever Red Bull? yes still yeah. is Bruce and Andy um, and then Red Bull uh, so Billabong suddenly had a deal with Monster and, oh, yeah. and so Andy was Monster for a couple of years uh, but no they were both Red Bull for for a long, long time. Um, Not anymore, though, eh? With Bruce. Nah, well, I don't think Bruce has any sponsors. I don't know if Bruce... Weed Maps. ...surfs anymore. Weed Maps, he was, yeah. He lives in California. Does he? Uh, There's a lot of... Yeah, he he turns up in this Andy doco a lot. They've shot a lot of recent stuff with him. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, you don't see any footage of him, eh? No, he lives in California. I think that's where his kids are. Yep. His ex... Um, is there I think she went out with maybe Sheckler after him who's Sheckler? Ryan Sheckler like the the Bruce of skateboarding basically (laughs) right on yeah Um, sort of Bruce action Mm. right so we were we were talking earlier about the Clive Palmer Cup Um, the Clive Palmer Cup used to be called the Kyrgios Cup and it was awarded each fortnight to the Biggest tool slash tosser. Well, that's why we changed it. There was too many people that love Curios, so we uh, we actually wanted to make it. It's pretty tongue in cheek, but 
basically the biggest tool tosser in surfing or otherwise. And um, previous winners have been Clive Palmer himself. Nick Curios has won it as well. Uh, who else has won it over the journey, mate? Oh, people that leave their... Sharks have won it a few times. Sharks have won it. <laughs> people that leave their dog shit on the beach and don't clean oh, it up yeah, right yeah. in front of you. Yeah. That's my pet hate. Um, so we're not going to put you on the spot, Binzi. But uh, Adzi, have you got a nomination for the Clive Palmer Cup? said at the start of the potty, oh, have a think about that. I actually haven't thought about it at all. Um, well, if you haven't got one, have a think about it. I've got one. Um, I have been enjoying last few years the uh, Formula One. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's something about it that gets me the, you know, the, the strategy and the... Danny Ricardo, obviously, Dunkrate boy. I'm a Dunkrate boy. And that documentary. Once you start yeah. watching Drive That's to Survive. That's the one. Drive to Survive. So, so sick. Those seasons got me, got me right in. Now I'm like, go, like Pierre Gasly. Yeah, yeah. Gasly. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, you, you Red Bull second tier driver. Yeah, um, I had no idea how much strategy was involved. Yeah, That's it. That crazy, yeah. Love the strategy. It was such a good series. So I've given my Clive Palmer Cup nomination to the people that thought it was a good idea to replay the crash last week again and again and again and oh, again. Yeah. Ricardo um, yep. was not happy with it. And yeah, uh, yeah I just don't think there's any, any value in it. Oh, so to, it doesn't have to be a surfer? You can, it could be anything. Be anything at all, anything mate. Anything at all. Swing at, basically. Oh, surfing, <laughs> ideally, but, <laughs> you, can go you know. You if you want. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Ideally surfing, but whatever yeah. floats your boat. Um, I also would like to um, nominate a judge that gave me a 4.85 today for my two-turn combo at Rabbits. So I think the yelling up board riders? Yeah, I think it was probably a little underscored. Um, <laughs> you got beef this week, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, all, no. all, the, all the crew down there at the Yale's board riders do a great job. It's a, uh, th- you know, good job they do and there's heaps of groms coming through. It's good to see. Adzi, got you one. got anyone? One's popped in my head. Looking at go. that poster... Of uh, what have we got there? Seventy-two years of Holden history on my wall. I nominate Holden Ooh. for my Clive Palmer Cup for fucking shutting down and not making cars anymore. It's a fucking travesty that we don't talking have. about holding on to things. Y- you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like mate, it's you know you had the Ford and Holden rivalry for so many years that we all loved. I loved to hate Ford. I was a Holden guy. Now I look back at any car from the 60s and 70s, be it Ford or Holden, and go, fuck, that's a sick-looking car. So much better than the cars we got today, looks-wise. Bringing manufacturing um, back to Australia. Yeah, man, that's ASAP. what I don't, I don't we like. Need it, we need I, it here. I hate the fact that uh, we're not making Holdens anymore in Australia. We're not that making sucks. cars anymore, are yeah, we? exactly. Yeah, so... Bring it back. Yeah, that's my nomination. Surely Came out of nowhere, it. but uh, there it is. What's yours? Binzy? We've got a motor racing... Uh, motor, yeah, it motor is a motor racing. Yeah, a bit of a theme here. Yeah. Oh, I'm on the spot here. I wish you'd texted me this during the week. Yeah, I'd we probably should have. Come in with a couple of doozies, but... Yeah. Um, you can have a think about it, mate. While this we, is my first year ooh, where I've spent he's got significant something. time in WA in a long time, particularly this incredible corner of the world. And it's getting better, but... I've still got to nominate Cave's House for not being everything that it could be. Yeah, everything oh. that it used to be too. Well, it should nah, be the best I, pub in the country. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm completely with you, Binzi. I worked there for a while, as as did Adzi, and um, seriously, guys, just just make sure that your staff are fucking serving people. They just sit there on the side and they just yeah. ignore you. Well, it's so fucking frustrating. 
Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it, it used to be great. Caves used to be great it, because when I was well, working let's, there, let's make caves great again. Yes, I make like that. Caves great. great nomination. I feel Lindsay. like they need. There's to only get, hats. Um, the crew who own the top pub in Byron Bay, where it's obviously full of backpackers year round, but you can walk in there on the Tuesday morning, you know, or Tuesday midday, and, <laughs> and get bangers and mash for lunch for twelve bucks. Yeah. and it's full. Yeah, and caves. You pay forty bucks for a steak. You pay nice. thirty-five bucks for a Thai curry. It's more expensive to eat there than a winery. Yeah, and, and there's the a reason why people good. don't. Look, you won't see tradies in there for lunch. Yeah, there should be tradies in there for lunch. Yeah, eating I like it. fifteen bucks. There certainly used to be Love tradies in there. Because oh mate, don't, don't get me started. Mate, don't get me started. Well, we have got you started, and I'm fucking backing you up because oh. I love Caves House, man. All right, Caves House has been so, an institution. You keep, know? T- keep telling TB he should. Put his money towards that. Buy it. I know. Let us Mate, get it's it on been a track. bit of a money pit. You know where they went wrong at Caves House is years ago when they did the big renovation and they put a road through the beer and garden. They put a road through the beer garden and they ins- and they took all that grassed area and turned it into short stay accommodation. And the I remember Sunday session at yeah, Caves used mate. to be so oh, fucking sick. I may or may not have taken oh. that many pingers by the bar whilst working on Sunday sessions. It was a great time. But, uh, Amazing. Can Amazing. I give you one of my favourite cave stories? It was for a New yes, Year's. Yes, please. It was a New Year's Eve and they had like Jose Padilla, who ah, yeah, yeah. just died I recently. Was, was, was like a, the original Cafe Del Mar DJ. Yep. And they had it on the old croquet lawn. It yep. was still part where, of the pub. There wasn't right. a road and accommodation. Yeah, there wasn't accommodation point. there. That's where they killed it. They should have left the big grass area and, there. And I woke up on January 1... Um, hung over a sin, you know, 10, 11, walk out, mum and dad are in the living room. Here he is. <laughs> Morning. Happy New Year. <laughs> You're in a bit of trouble, mister. Oh, <laughs> what what happened? And they're like, you got kicked out of the pub last night. You came home, you changed your T-shirt, went back to the pub. <laughs> like, That's pretty resourceful yeah. of me. Yeah, it's pretty you did it four times. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> and why within walking distance and why is Jose Padilla in our laundry yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. who's this Spanish guy <laughs> playing sympathy for the devil on the Just washing machine I um, up lines of ironing on the ironing board in the laundry I, uh, I, I actually have a, a similar story for that night I was um, back in, I used to do some DJing I was actually uh, doing the support well, yeah, that night at Caves for Jose Padilla and um you might have seen Jose Padilla put a record on, go backstage. Put a record on, go backstage. Record on, go backstage. He probably probably snorted more Colombian than uh, than a Colombian that night. He was <laughs> fucking off his chops. Classic. Anyway, yeah. he wouldn't share any they with me. They were good times, but mate, when they did that renovation, I remember the management telling the new staff that the local clientele is no longer our focus we don't care about them and all we're trying to do it's no good is get more people into the accommodation that's when it all changed that was like 10 years ago now actually i got a new clive palmer cup nomination oh another one you're so, an angry man what's he got so i went to i did a cultural uh sensitivity and awareness training oh, program last week up in bustleton yeah um with some of the guys from surfing wa and taj was there as well because um Small Fries next year is going to pay a little bit more attention to where it's held and, yep. and the fantastic um, 
you know, Wadandi history around here. Yep, the original owners of et the cetera. land. Yep. All these years, yelling up does not mean place of love. By the sea, yeah. It place means, of love by the sea. No, it means yeah. place of caves. Place of caves. Place of, right? ca- place of holes <laughs> or place of caves. Yeah. And I was sitting next to Taj and looked at him and I was like, what? And we're like, all these years. Yeah. And the guy... Because um, anything that ends in up means place of. Yeah. And everyone uh, thinks it means... Originally, everyone thought that meant water, but that's kind of been fixed in the last few years. Right. Budger obviously means country. Um, but yeah, yelling up is place of holes or place of caves. Wow, but fascinating. when they... F- Around about the same time that Caves first got Caves Hotel first got built. Yep. Um, yelling up was where you came for your dirty weekend away from the city with your wife. Yeah, or your honeymoon, your mistress. Man, that's what it was. And Scotty from marketing, the West Australian version from 1910, yeah. thought that if we can let everyone know that yelling up means place of love, no that'll way. work a lot better for getting people down here. Well, place of love, place of holes, it's got a similarity between <laughs> the two, doesn't it? That's place of love hole. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So. It doesn't, it doesn't. But my Clive Palmer is whoever the dickhead was from WA Tourism Marketing in 1910. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he, he did do well he did in his job. because, mate. Yeah, 110 like years later, the, we still think yeah. it's place of love. And you go down like yelling up the place cur- of caves. Did you know that? Yeah, I, I, I did I've actually. I thought the, it was like, place of holes. Scrawled in the fresh cement down in the curbing in the car park, like place of love and all this shit. Oh, like, yeah. All right, so this. Oh, it's there like we go. My kids are breaking in a Binzi's car over there. <laughs> got any stickers in there, Binzi? Got any, anyway, got any, we're nearly got any Red Bull. Um, so, so this week's Clive Palmer Cup goes to Cave's House. Yeah, now, take this the right way, Cave's House. We know we you love can you. be yeah, don't leave. the best <laughs> thing ever. We love you. We want you to be all that you possibly can be. And we're not uh, mad. We're just disappointed. Yeah. Just disappointed. We're, most of us, two out of three uh, co-hosts tonight, have worked there. So yeah. uh, now the Steve Irwin salute. Azzy, tell us about okay. the Steve Irwin salute. So the Steve Irwin salute is we thought we didn't want to just have negativity by whinging because we're a positive bunch mostly. I'm uh, not, but so Azzy. Steve Irwin salute. He was a surfer. He was a legend, absolute Australian icon, and he just loved giving the double thumbs up. So anyone that you feel deserves a shout out for a double thumbs up, uh, gets a Steve Irwin salute. I think I'm going to throw mine out this week to Jerome Forrest and uh, all the boys down at the Margie's Margaret River Board Riders just for putting on the classic uh, a couple of weeks back. It didn't so run last year. So sick. Yeah, they got it off the ground. It's a great comp. Um, the conditions were fucking horrible, but they just posted up. They got it done. You know, had it. It's just. It's just a great event, so well done, uh, Jezza, Jerome Forrest. Yep. And everyone who's helped out is such a long history with that event, and a lot of those older guys are still hanging around, and they might only chip in for an hour or two here or there, but they're still chipping in. So, yeah, that's that's uh, double thumbs up to those boys. Tell you what, such a pleasure for me personally to have uh, been down there and do some commentary with the ads here. It was, yeah, it was fun. unbelievably, you know, really, really cool. And, um, yeah, thanks to the Market River Board Riders for having us. Binzi, have you got anything? Um, it's probably a little bit past its use by date, but I'm going to throw a Steve Irwin salute to Eagle Bay Brewery and in particular Tim Hawken for the Halloween party that they oh, threw. Yeah. Raised a ton of money oh, yeah. and uh, really got the local community 
I think everyone who went had just an incredible night. I heard that was a costumes you were there, was, weren't you, Nami? Costumes were through the roof. I was there. I actually had a chat with Binzi. I don't remember that, but uh. <laughs> no, no, Kyle Lenny. This kid is he? I didn't even hey. didn't even know who you were. There was, was little. Well, after, I was Wolverine. Little after Binzi dark. Wasn't there. Little after dark going on that night. I can tell you that much. Um, fucking great, Steve Irwin. Salute, Timmy Hawking. I saw him today down at the uh, Yelling at Border Rose. Took second in the under over 35s oh, I'm to glad uh, that he lost. That makes me happy. Tommy <laughs> Trigwell. Tommy Trigwell. Yeah, yeah, Tommy Trigwell took out the first place. Um, yeah, I must admit that was an absolute belter. I had a three day hangover after that uh, particular evening. It was put on by Timmy and the Eagle Bay crew. Um, about you, Namu? Yeah, well. Your Steve Irwin salute. I, I've, like I said, I was down at the Border Riders today in the. Uh, Blue Riband uh, division, and um, yeah, came last as usual. And um, <laughs> but just want to shout out to the, the you could be four hundred third <laughs> on the board riders <laughs> QS. No, I'm top. I'm top twenty. Um, huge shout out to all the crew that made that happen. We got the Norths, um, and we got Froggy Euros, who's a good man. And we've also got a couple of crew that just sort of help out for the sake of it, without actually. Going in the competition, you know I'm talking about you, Troy Spencer. So my shout-out goes for the Steve Irwin salute goes to all those crew that do the good stuff at the grassroots level in surfing in Sounds the like southwest. Local board riders across the board get the Steve Irwin salute. Local board riders yeah. get the Steve Irwin salute. We Buggies, salute you. Everyone across the country. Yeah, nah. And cheeky monkey. Cheeky oh, monkey. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Today's <laughs> podcast... Barrel Surf Podcast being brought to you by Cheeky Monkey. Adzi, last words. Same as always. Life is good. Life is short. Pack the fridge and uh, stoke the bong. Yeah, yeah okay. And keep it positive, I yeah. think, is what you, <laughs> what, you, what you usually say. Chris Bin, it's been a pleasure having you on board today. Thanks very much for coming and uh, having a chat with us, mate. Yeah. Any, anything before you, uh, before you sign off? Uh, just, oh. Never take WA for granted. My God, I've lived on the Gold Coast and in Bali for the last 15 years and to spend, you know, almost a, a year here has been really awesome. Top of the wazza. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks so much for listening. We, uh, we've been getting some really good feedback on Barrel Surf Podcast via Instagram and, I don't know, Facebook and all that those sort of social media things and... Uh, yeah, join our fantasy league because we, like we said, we've got some good prizes coming up and we will see you next time on Barrel Surf Podcast. Thanks for listening. Woo. Thanks for listening, everybody. Woo.